ओम ज्ञानतिरांधस्ञाजनशलाकया चक्षुन्मीलिमेनागुरव नम श्रीचैतन्यमनोभीष्ट स्थापित येन भूतले स्वयं कदाम्यम ददाति स्वदाक वंदेहम श्रीगुरोश्रीयुतपदकमल श्रीगुरून् वैष्णवांश श्रीरूपम सागृजात सह गणरघुनाथन्वित तम सजीव साइत सवधूत पिजन सहित कृष्णचैतन्यदेवराधाकृष्णपादलिता श्री विशाखाचारणकनिपुण सद्धर्म संस्थापकोकाणिण त्रिभुवने मौशरण्याकृष्णपदारविंद भजना नंदे नमत्तालिको वंदे रूपसनातनौ रघुयुग श्रीजीवगोपालको हे कृष्ण करुणा सिंधो दीनबंधो जगत्पते गोपेश गोपिकाकाधाकांतनमोस्तुते तप्त कांचन गौरांगी राधे वृंदावनेश्वरी वृषभानुसुते देवी प्रणमा हरे प्रिय वाछाकुभ्य कृपा सिंधुभ्य पतिता पावनेभ्यो वैष्णवेभ्यो नमो नमः नमो विष्णुपादाय कृष्णप्रेष्ठा भूतले श्रीमते भक्ति वेदांत स्वामीनामिने नमस्ते सारस्वती देवे गौरवाणी प्रचारिणे निर्विशेष शून्यवादी पाश्चात्यदेशताणे जय श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभु निनंदीअदाधर श्रीवासादिगौरभक्तवृंद हरे कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे Thank you very much for coming. And uh, today's topic will be the tenth and eleventh verses of the Nectar of Instruction, Sri uh, Sri Upadeshamrita <coughs> by Sri Lerupa Goswami. So we will proceed straight to the verse. So repeat after me each word: Karmibhya, Parita. Okay. Here it's parito, but here you see paritaha. Okay, before we proceed further, I just want to check the audio levels. Hare Krishna, yes. So everything is, looks okay. All right. Paritaha. <coughs> so in in uh, vocative, it becomes parito. In in when we are speaking it with other words. so this is just a sanskrit grammar grammatical issue so paritah hare priyataya vyaktim 
ययु ज्ञानिनेभ्य ज्ञान विमुक्त भक्ति परमा प्रेम एक निष्ठा सो यूसी दिस प्रेम प्रेम एक निष्ठा बिकम्स प्रेम एक निष्ठा एस बिकॉज नेक्स्ट नेक्स्ट अल्फाबेट हियर इज टी इफ इट वाज सी च देन इट बिकम निष्ठा 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 एस विद एक्सेंट ऑन टॉप सो अकॉर्डिंग टू द नेक्स्ट कॉन्सनेंट देन द विसर्ग अह यू नो दिस दिस अह दिस हेच विद dot this is visarga so this is uh, this change is according to the next word it it depends on whether it's a um you know in different varga kakha gaghana is one varga and then that is ka varga then cha varga then ta varga then ta varga and pa varga so accordingly the visarga changes when it's that at the end of the previous word anyway we will be releasing a series of videos on how to learn verses there we will see how to uh, pronounce also in those videos there you can see <coughs> tatah tebhyah tah pashu pala pankaja drishah tabhyah api sa राधिका प्रेष्ठा तद्वत् इयम् तदीय सरसी ताम न आश्रयेत् कह कृति सो दिस इज 19 सिलेबल्स इन ईच लाइन so syllable is a packet of um al- alphabets with only one and only one vowel so kar is one vowel me is another vowel and then next vowel is bhyah so this is another vowel there is only one vowel there i mean uh, one syllable sorry these are all one syllables with only one vowel each so like that there are 19 syllables here so depending on that the tune is to be selected the tune of a verse depends on number of syllables and also there is more nuance to that uh, where the dirgha where the laghu comes like you know this is dirgha the elongation and accordingly there is there is a tune so this is a science of chanda in sanskrit um <clears throat> i think this particular chanda is called shardula vikridita chanda this 19 syllables chanda karmibhyah parito hareh priyataya vyaktim yayur gyaninas so please repeat कर्मेभ्य पारितो हरे प्रियतया व्यक्तिम यजुर्ज्ञानिनाभ्यो ज्ञान विमुक्त भक्ति परमा प्रेमैक निष्ठास्तता 
पशुपालकजदृशस्ताभ्योपि साराधिका प्रेष्ठा तदीय तदीय सरसी तश्रेत कृति so i will just chant uh, you don't have to repeat now but uh, please spend time in memorizing this verse all these 11 verses karmibhyah parito hare priyataya vyaktim yayur gyaninas tebhyo gyana vimukta bhakti parama premai kanishthastata तेभ्यस्तापशुपालकजदृशस्ताभ्योपिराधिका प्रेष्ठा तदीय तदीय सरसी तश्रेत कृति कर्मिभ्य देन ऑल फ्रूटिव वर्कर्स परितः इन ऑल रेस्पेक्ट्स हरे by the supreme personality of godhead priyataya because of being favored vyaktim yayuh it is said in the shastra gyaninah <coughs> those advanced in knowledge tebhyah superior to them gyana vimukta liberated by knowledge bhakti paramah those engaged in devotional service prema ekanishtha those who have attained pure love of god tatah supi to them tebhyah better than them tah de pashupala pankaj drishah the gopis were always dependent on krishna the cowherd boy tabhyah all above all of them api certainly sa shi राधिका श्रीमती राधिका प्रेष्ठा वेरी डिवत् सिमिलरली इम दिस तदीय सरसी हर लेक श्री राधाकुंड तम राधाकुंड न नॉट आश्रयेत वुड टेक शेल्टर ऑफ कह हु कृति मोस्ट फॉर्चुनेट हियर यू सी सा शी so for he it's sah ah uh, as with a s a and the h with visarga h with a dot below sah that is he sa means she so you know it's a female when you see sa so so we'll try to map the sanskrit and the english kamibhyah means of all and all five workers the fruitive worker one who works for the fruits of action there are two types of fruitive workers one is a just uh, in this world they want something better 
they want the fruits of their work in this life. And there are others who do karmakandya, yajnas and all by following the Vedic system. They want um, happiness in the next life, maybe in heavenly planets or a good family like that. So these are karmibhya. Karmibhya. Karmibhya means than karmis. So these are karmis. So karmibhya means all the fruitive workers, all classes of fruitive workers. Paritaha, in all respects. So, in all respects, more than the uh, fruitive workers, the karmis, are hareh priya. More than means more dear. Priya means dear. Priyataya, hareh priyataya means, you see, because of being favored, priyataya. So, hareh priyataya. So, more dear to hare. Hareh means of hari. To Hari. So, more dear to Hari are the Jnanina, those who are in the culture of cultivation of knowledge. They are better than the Karmis. They are more dear to Krishna than ordinary Karmis. And above Jnanis, more than them is the Jnana Vimukta Bhakti Paramaha. Those who have achieved the end of knowledge and that which means that they have understood the Krishna is Supreme Personality of Godhead and they are engaged in his service, they are more dear to Krishna. And even of all of those um, devotees, premaikanishthastataha, those who are established in the pure love of Godhead are even more dear. So, that is a pure devotee. Now, even more gradation. Tataha, tataha means more, I mean, more than. So, tebhyastaha, more than them are Pashupala Pankaja Drishas. Gopas are always dependent on Krishna, boy. So, which means which? So, Pashupala means the caretaker of the animals. And especially he was taking care of the cows. Pashu means animal. Oh, did I? Pashu means animals. Pala means to take care of. So that's why Krishna is called Gopala. Gopala means um, the, the caretaker of the cows. Gopala. Here it is said Pashupala. Pankaja. Panka means lotus. Daha. Pankaja. Huh? The lotus eyed. Uh, the lotus eyed. So, the gopis are always dependent on Krishna, the cowherd boy. <coughs> Krishna is lotus the gopis are also lotus So, in this way. Tabha, of all of them, above all of them. So, even the gopis already are the highest. And even among all the gopis, Tabhya, Sa, Radhika. Radhika. So, Radharani is the chief most. And Preshta, very dear, Tadva, similarly, Preshta means, like you know, Krishna Preshthaya Bhutale, we say, uh, Namam Vishnupadaya Krishna Preshthaya Bhutale. So, Preshthaya means, very dear. Hmm. So, Preshta, very dear, Tadva, similarly. So, as dear as Srimati Radhika, Radhika is to Krishna, 
Tadi Sarasi. Sarasi means lake. Tadiya means her. Her lake is also Radha Kund. So similarly, Radha Kund is also as dear to Krishna as Radharani herself. So Nashrayat Kahkriti. Which fortunate person Ashrayans would take shelter of and na means not. Nashrayat means who would not take shelter of. Which intelligent person would not take shelter of Radha Kunda uh, and engage in his devotional service uh, on the banks of the Radha Kunda? So, this is the uh, translation. So, in the translation, we see translation and purport by His Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. Translation In the Shastra, it is said that of all types of fruitive workers, he who is advanced in knowledge of the higher values of life is favored by the Supreme Lord Hari. Of the many such, out of many such people who are advanced in knowledge, jnanis, one who is practically liberated by virtue of his knowledge may take to devotional service. He is superior to the others. However, one who has actually attained prema or love of Krishna is superior to him. The gopis are exalted above all the advanced devotees because they are always totally dependent upon Sri Krishna, the transcendental cowherd boy. Among gopis, Srimati Radharani is the most dear to Krishna. Her kunda, lake, is as profoundly dear to Lord Krishna as this most beloved of the gopis. Who then will not ride at Rathakund and in a spiritual body surcharged with ecstatic devotional feelings, a prakrita bhava, rendered loving service to the divine couple Sri Sri Radha Govinda, who perform their Ashtakaliya Leela, their eternal eightfold daily pastimes. Indeed, those who execute devotional service on the banks of the Radha Kund are the most fortunate people in the universe. So, there are some things in this translation which are not found in the verse. So, that is just the explanation of the word that is used in the verse. For example, who then will not write Radha Kund and Radha Kunda and spiritual body searches with ecstatic, ecstatic devotional service? Loving service of the divine Kalish Radha Govinda who perform their Ashtakaliya Leela. Ashtakaliya Leela means Ashta means eight. Kaliya means related to Kala, time. Leela means pastime. So Ashtakaliya Leela means um, so at different times of the day they have different pastimes, different kinds of pastimes. So these are very uh, technical, very deep, very um, confidential aspects of Radha Krishna Leela and we wouldn't want to go too much into this because it is beyond our understanding uh, and therefore Acharyas did not freely talk about these things. Even Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu uh, when he was only with his very very confidential associates like Ramananda Rai, um, Swarup Damodar Goswami in this way three and a half associates he had, I mean three men and one woman who were very close. Uh, with him and he only discussed confidential topics with them only very very uh, deep confidential topics which would not ordinary people uh, people would not understand and they would easily take it as ordinary sex uh, topics sexual topics so radha krishna leela is very very um, 
like gold. If sex is compared to iron, then Radha Krishna Leela is compared to gold. It is completely, it cannot be matched at all, cannot be compared. Anyway, so Radha Krishna Leela, there is Ashtakaliya Leela. So, what is this Ashtakaliya? So, Kal means time. So, in a day, there are Ashtaprahara, eight Praharas. So, one Prahara is equal to three hours. So, Ashtaprahara is therefore 24 hours. So, in 24 hours, there are Ashtaprahara. And each of these Praharas, the Radha Krishna Leela will be different. They have different, different Leelas. So, the early morning Leela, the, the, the just after sunrise Leela, that kind of, you know and afternoon Leela, evening Leela, night Leela. So, all they are always having Leela, Nitya Leela. So, and it is based on different, although we have already read that not even a second passes in the spiritual world. So, there is no time there in the spiritual world. But then this is Ashtakalya means time, right? <laughs> so, it means that the time when we say it is not there, it is not that it is exactly not there, but it does not exist in the way that it is. it exists here. Because nothing can exist in this world if it is not there in the spiritual world. So, if time exists here, time also exists there. But its movement is different from here. Here it is all powerful. It is it completely, it is a representation of Krishna. Krishna says, Kalosmi Lokakshaya Krit Pravridho. Kalosmi, I am time. Time is my energy. And because of my order, the time is just moving without stoppage. No, it doesn't consider. It doesn't consider our feelings for anybody. It will just take our loved ones away from us or it will take us away from our body, how much ever we love it. So, it, ha- it is ruthless here in this material world and it pushes everyone. Therefore, there is rush hour every day. People rush because they are you know, trying to you know, beat time. So, time is pushing and they have to move. So, we are all being pushed by time forward, relentless. It is very relentless like a bulldozer. It doesn't wait and it's unrelenting. It's it's ruthless. That's how time is here and we are used to this concept of time. But in the spiritual world, the time, because Kalosme, Krishna says, I am time. So, in spiritual world, it is completely, because people are imprisoned like here. Here we are imprisoned and with time, what happens? Mrityu Sarvaharaschaham, eventually Mrityu happens. Time means here death because as we celebrate our birthday every year, we actually are getting closer to death. Each each year we are just going, going one year closer to death, one year closer to death. So our lifetime is being robbed away from us. That is explained in the Bhagavatam. Ayur Harati Vaipum Sam Udyan Astan Chayan Nasau. So our lifetime is being robbed by the sunrise and sunset. So, uh, that is how time is here. In the spiritual world, it is not. And Krishna completely controls the time. Just like when he had the Rasvila here, that one night, it, 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 it spanned for one night of Brahma. So, he can control. So, he already control. Even in this world also, he can control. Uh, he controlled the time for one night they were dancing. One night of Brahma they were dancing. 4.32 billion years. And after the 4.32 billion years of dancing, when it was finished, then says, wow, already finished? We already done. <laughs> they, you know, they, it was just like you know, like a few seconds. They did not even feel it. I mean, of course, they they, they were completely happy, but they were so happy. When you're happy, the time passes very fast, very quickly. Just imagine how happy they would have been that 4.32 billion years for them just uh, meant. I mean, just 
felt like few seconds, few minutes. And they were thinking, wow, it's already over. So that's how happy they are in association of Krishna and Ras Leela. So these are all Aprakrita. Spiritual. Prati means nature, material nature. Prakrita means material. Like Prakrita Bhakta means materialistic devotee, third class devotee who is not very advanced, who has some material desires like that. Aprakrita means completely spiritual bhava. And actually there are more gradations to Aprakrita. There is um, first Adhokshaja, then uh, actually there are a few, let's see. Aprakrita, the highest of Krishna, times is Aprakrita. It is not just ordinarily spiritual because anything would be spiritual, like even Brahman is spiritual for, for that matter. Because Vadantita Tattva Vedas Tattvam Yajnana Madhvayam Brahmeti Paramatmeti Bhagavanita Shabdhyate so, this absolute truth is spiritual and he is realized in three aspects, three stages of realization. First is Brahmeti, to understand that the Lord is impersonal. Impersonally, he is spread everywhere. So, that realization is the first realization in the journey. So, people are uh, in that viewpoint that God is ultimately just a power, infinite that exists everywhere. It is, it is not wrong, <coughs> but he has more higher aspects to him, which all not understood. Uh, so, more advanced is Paramatmeti. means Paramatma in everyone's heart. He is existing as <coughs> the super soul and he is with every living entity. <coughs> so, and that is Paramatma realization. And finally, there is Bhagavan realization of the personality of Godhead. As Paramatma, he is silently witnessing and sanctioning our actions and or disapproving our actions or giving us what we deserve basically. He is a witness. He doesn't directly openly communicate with us. He is looking at us when we will turn to him and he is just waiting an opportunity. <coughs> and in the meantime, he is providing for our desire, giving us certain bodies as we, we all have different bodies because he has been witnessing our actions and desires and he, is been awarding, he has been awarding us these bodies. Eko bahunam yo vidadhati man yathatathyator than vidadhas chasvati bhya samabhya. So, Isho Panishad, Katha Upanishad, they, they are describing these aspects. So, this is Matma. Bhagavan is where he displays his full, his full years are all understood in that realization where Krishna is a person and one can reciprocate with him and talk to him and face to face, see him and serve him. And he has so many pastimes. So, these are all revealed in the Bhagavan realization. So, all these are ritualists. But Aprakrita is, is reserved for Radha Krishna. Uh, even, even, even the Bhagavan realization, there are five stages. Shantaras, which means to appreciate the greatness of Krishna. Uh, and serve him in a neutral mood. Like uh, the cows, the flowers, they are also serving Krishna. Neutral mood. Hmm. So, appreciating Krishna, you know, like that. And then there is uh, Dasyaras, where one actually engages in service, like a, like a menial servant, like Ramadut, Hanuman. Hanuman is like a menial whatever you say. And Garuda also is like menial servant, Dasyaras. And even in Krishna Leela also we have, you know, like Raktaka, Patraka, all these servants. And even in Dwaraka, Mathura, everywhere, there are Dasyaras, devotees are there. And then there is Sakyaras, which is, and up to, up to Dasyaras, it can be found even in Vaikuntha. But Sakharas, Vatsalyaras and Madhuryaras. 
these three only found in Goloka Vrindavan, planet of Krishna. And Sakya means to be a friend of Krishna. In, in Vaikuntha, Narayana, Perumal, for example, you know, the, the Chaturbhuj Narayan group, nobody treats Narayana as a friend. No. They, you know, everybody is like a servant to Narayana. Adiyan, Ramanujadasan, Adiyan. So, Ramanujacharya, uh, Parampara, Sri Sampradaya, they do Dasaras very much you know, as a servant of God. So, nobody likes to be a, like, nobody, to, you know, when they see, you know, I mean, Srinivas Perumal, Srinivas Govinda, Tirupati and Saudi especially. So, nobody treats him like a friend. Of course, ordinary, we cannot treat, we are not in that level. But you don't even see pastime where the Lord treats as a friend, the, the Narayan group. But they are existing with Krishna. Lord Ramchandra, to an extent, he displayed. He had friendship with the Vanaras. You know, he had, you know, all this. To an extent, he had also displayed this quality. But it is full in its fullness and complete uh, absence of awe and reverence in the Krishna. Like in Rama, Ramachandra pastimes, for example, the Vanaras were his, of course, like a dut only. And Sugriva was his friend. He, you know, like a friend. Although he also, although considered himself as a servant. So, it's a mixture of friendship and servitude. That kind of friendship. But... If with Krishna, you will see that I will show you one. You know that in the tenth canto, Itham Bhuta Brahm Sukhanu Bhutya Itham Satam Brahm Sukhana Dasham Dhanam Paradayvatena Maashritanam Radarakena Sakam Vijaharu Kritapunya Punja. Once this is again slow today, so we have a little cool with soya today. This is way too slow. <coughs> so, this is in the from Bhagavatam Tanto. We will see it is walking Thamsatam Brahma. Nice because we see how uh, free it is. Krishna, the ship, Krishna's friend had him. So, I don't know, taking time. Uh, of course, you know, uh, this is it's painfully slow. <coughs> Okay. Yes. So here it is in Kechidvenun Vadayanto Dmantaha Shrangani Kechana Kechidbray Prayantaha Kujankokila Pare Chayabhi Pradhavanto Gachantaha Sadhu Hamsakai Bakair Upavishantascha Nityantascha Kalapibhi Vikarshantaha Kishabalan Arohantascha Tairdruman Vikurvantaih Sakam Plavantascha Pascha Palashishu Sambhair Vilaghanta Saritaha Sava Samplutaha Vihasantaha Pratichaya Shapantascha Pratiswanan 
इत्थं सता ब्रह्म सुखभूत्या दास्यं गतादेन मयाश्रिता नरदारकेण साकं जहृतपुण्यपुंजा This is how free friendship with Krishna is. This is about the description of the cowboys of Krishna, or boyfriends of Krishna. All the boys would be differently engaged. Some blew, some boys blew their flutes, and others blew bugles made of horn. Some imitated the buzzing bumblebees, and others imitated the voice of cuckoo. Some boys imitated flying birds by running after the birds' shadows on the ground. Some imitated the beautiful movements and attractive postures of the swans and sat down with the ducks sitting silently and others imitated the dancing of the peacocks. Some boys attracted young monkeys to trees, some jumped into the trees imitating the monkeys, some made faces as the monkeys were accustomed to do and others jumped from one branch to another. Some boys went to the falls, crossed over the river, jumping with the frogs and when they saw their own reflections on the water, they laughed. They also condemned the sounds of their own echoes. In this way, all the cowherd boys used to play with Krishna, who is the source of the Brahman effulgence for jnanis, desiring to merge into that effulgence, who is the supreme personality of Godhead for devotees who have accepted eternal vitorship, and who for ordinary persons is an ordinary. See, the Krishna is generally understood by the people. For the, for the jnanis, he is the source of the impersonal Brahman effulgence. So that's what they are interested in. Sometimes they seem to be helping Krishna. But they want to actually, actually merge into the effulgence. So, that for the jnanis, he is appearing like that. And for the devotees, he appears as a supreme personality of Godhead. And they want to be his servant, he is their master. And for ordinary persons, he is an ordinary child. Like for atheists, when they are Krishna, ordinary child, you know, just, just, you know, he is also a child and he also had all this, you know, he got, he played with boys, he then went after girls, like any ordinary boy. You know, they, they think like this. They don't see anything great. So, to different persons, he is appearing differently. Does mean that it is truth. Their understanding of him, according to their lens that they are wearing, lens of knowledge, lens of their karma, accordingly they will see. You know. So, atheists, they see him as uh, nothing great. Not, he is not God. So, for them, Krishna will make them convinced that, yes, okay, you just forget me as God. So, Nothing will convince them of God. Whereas for a devotee, even a flower will convince him of God. When you see a flower, oh, how nicely it is painted. Just like when you see a painting of a flower, you will ask, hey, who is who, the artist who drew so nicely? Immediately you will ask, who is the artist? You know, he is such a talented artist. It looks like a real rose. So, what about the real rose then? <laughs> who painted that rose? Who painted that lotus? And all these things. And not only paint, you know, paint... You can, it only resembles, but the smell is not the same, the, the, the texture is not the same, it is not the same. And maybe it will smell like paint. But this rose is, has such a beautiful fragrance, I mean, uh, nice fragrance and it looks beautiful, colors, texture, everything. So, who painted that rose then? Somebody must have painted. If, if this painting, if the imitation rose is painted, the real rose is not painted. So, a devotee sees that way. The, so, for him, even a rose will... You know, any flower will make him uh, remember God, remember Krishna. And when he sees a fruit, this seed, this tree produced mango, this tree produced uh, apple. 
Now both are on the ground, both are taking the same air, the same sun, but then different things are coming. You know, and coconut, there is water inside the coconut, it's like a water bottle, it's a natural water bottle. And how this, you know, if you if you see, if you cut the, you don't see the water, you know, going up and nothing, but how the water is going up and how Krishna has extracted the coconut water taste, you know, the taste of coconut water, where does it come from? The ingredients are the same, the air, water, sunlight and uh, the land, same, but different things are produced and Krishna is extracting these different flavors, you know, like a scientist, like a chemist, he is extracting all these different chemicals like citrus, citrus fruits, that's a chemical. Mm. So, all these chemicals are being extracted by Krishna and, you know, you know, given to us, how is he doing all these things? So, he is the scientist, not just the science, the devotee sees the scientist, the supreme scientist. Whereas these modern scientists, they think they are the scientists and they see everything as you know so-called science and they say this is the law of photosynthesis, photosynthesis. or oh, that's why uh, the, the, the green leaves, they take the sunlight and okay fine, yeah, photosynthesis, whatever name you have given, but that has been existing we were born, before the scientists were born. So for millions of years this photosynthesis has been going on. So who has made that law that with sunlight they can get their nutrition? Where? Who, who made that law? Yes, it is a law. It is, it is being followed by all the trees who made the law. That is how a devotee sees. So, even the simplest of things will remind him of Krishna. Whereas, for the atheist, the grand cosmic element, he's not, no, he's impressed. No, there's no God. I don't think so. You know, that's how an atheist is. He's a fool. So, for ordinary persons, he's made an ordinary child. Nothing great about him. <laughs> That's how they see him. The cow, the cowherd boys, having accumulated the results of pious activities for many lives, uh, were able to associate in this way with the supreme personality of Godhead. How can one explain their good fortune? So, how freely they are, you know, who will, in fact, more things explained in other verses where they would even tease Krishna, they would fight with Krishna, you know. In fact, they used to have mock fighting with sticks, you know, stick fighting, you know, or sparring. They used to have, and they used to defeat Krishna. <laughs> Sridama, he used to always defeat Krishna. Uh, so, like this, they used to fight with him, they used to argue with him, they used to tease him. Then, they, one time, they will, it is also explained that, you know, they will ask him to open his mouth. He will put a very nice, we will give you a fruit which you have never tasted. So sweet. You know, then Krishna will close his eyes, open his mouth, then they will put the, some bitter flower inside his mouth. And then, then his, you know, his, his face will become twisted. Then they will laugh at him. So, how can you deal with God like this? But they have attained such a stage of intimacy with the Lord that they are completely above the awe and reverence platform. They don't have distance of veneration. That doesn't mean they become complacent and they become, um, they become too familiar and commit offenses. It's not, it's not an offensive stage. They completely love Krishna so much, just like two dear friends. How much they are together, you know, in thick and thin. So, like that, they love Krishna so much, they, you know, in their, even in their so-called, you know, all these pastimes of teasing, they just want to see him happy. So, when Krishna wants also that, Krishna wants that somebody tease him. So, Krishna wants that somebody play with him. If everybody is just, you know, praying to him with big, big prayers, who is going to play with him? He is not going to have playmates. So, of course, he can create millions if he wants. So, that's how he created all this, this eternal associates, the friends of Krishna, who always play with him. 
and more than that he wants somebody to even even control him even more like a parent you know he likes that like yashodamai we cannot imitate oh yes yes krishna like controlling i will control krishna i will know you we cannot imitate all this rubbish you know this is all this is all you know this thinking is rubbish that i want to be like you know yashodamaya this is we cannot enter into that now this is all very high standard of devotional service so that is all imitation imitation is rubbish so we have to just now at this point we have to be dasaras i am eternal servant of krishna das dasanu dasa not even eternal servant servant of the servant of the servant <laughs> this dasaras to the max so that's why prabhupada said all the way worshiping radha krishna we are actually worshiping only lakshmi narayan because radha krishna worship is aprakrita it is the most it is very very uh, confidential and only extremely liberated souls they have access to that radha krishna love so Ra- lakshmi narayan is in the form of dasaras like following all the rules and regulations and that is actually lakshmi narayan worship so effectively we are worshiping radha krishna in the manner of worship of lakshmi narayan that way so in radha krishna worship is it's only for liberated souls reserved and that is aprakrita so this way there are gradations of liberation and even in the conjugal and finally there is conjugal where there is you know he has in conjugal also there are divisions like the wives of krishna swakiya ras parakiya ras uh swakiya means like rukmini uh, is today in fact is rukmini dwadasi the appearance of rukmini devi so you know we are very fortunate we are discussing these topics so in the um in the conjugal love there are swakiyas the wives of krishna like sita like rukmini like lakshmi and all the 16108 wives of krishna and dwaraka these are all wives so that is one taste of relationship another is paraki like a paramour like outside marriage extramarital kind of similarity it's not exactly the same abominable thing that's here so so that paramour love parakiyas is what radharani embody embodies so that is what is the highest because in even swakiyas the wife has a kind of security that this is my husband he will not leave me but in parakiyas there is no contract of marriage and there is no binding reason why there should be so uh, the why krishna should be with her in rukmini's case when krishna said i will leave you you know he he actually joked with rukmini in dwaraka this is explained in bhagavatam in bhagavatam this incident is mentioned he just joked with rukmini you know who am i after all i am just all my all my so called devotees are all beggars you know i'm i'm actually useless you know better i think um, you know you you are some great woman you know i think you should you deserve i don't think you should you deserve i deserve you as a wife and um, i should not be you know i should not be your husband you know you know you, you deserve something much greater when he said like this he was just saying only like a joke immediately she fainted she fainted <laughs> he was but she took it so seriously she could not think of the of the um, you know fact that krishna would leave her ever but radharani she knows that she has no binding you know is not a wife you know of course they are eternal they are radha and krishna nahi anya they are in, in, inseparable krishna radharani is just the female version of krishna only there is no difference between krishna and radha actually but still the relationship is like that the flavor of relationship is that 
you know lumpata that's why she called him lumpata debauchee he 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 goes with any woman he wants uh, so there is no binding contract so he can do whatever he wants so even if he is with other girl, in fact we have read that in the chaitanya charitamrita in the anthili last chapter when we were doing the shikshashtaka class that you know even if he is having um, you know affairs with another gopi in front of rani she would not get angry in fact she would serve that gopi so that she can learn how she is pleasing krishna so that's how radharani is thinking so these are very very high platforms so radharani she knows that krishna may not come back after this meeting but still she loves him and in that separation she is so wrapped in thought and that's the reason why her love is even more exalted than even lakshmi rukmini sita and even so that's why all the lakshmis they are expansion of radharani different flavors of so all these levels are there um so these things aprakrit actually i don't know the software how it will work uh, i'll try okay so there are five or four four five stages in the spiritual oh. it's all not see please uh, bear with me because this software is uh, is <sighs> trying to take that explanation where the first thing is adhokshaja so he is beyond any material senses So Radha Krishna Leela is beyond material senses. Mm, let's see if we have more explanation on this. Yeah, it's behaving so slow. I can't go on like this. So go to the first. So anyway, the point is this that it is way beyond our. Uh, sensory perception radha govinda so so the devotees who are at radha kund they are supposed to be in that platform of realize realize realization of radha krishna uh, seva radha krishna bhakti or sorry radha krishna love that is there they are supposed to have realized such um, exchanges and therefore there is Uh, the the devotees at Radha Kund they are very exalted. Of course, if we go to Radha Kund and we have our own material desires and we have our own plans of sense gratification, that is not same. So it's not about just being at Radha Kund physically, but being there spiritually, with full presence of the and with full realization. Uh, because anybody can go to Radha Kund. Anybody, even you know, they can go to Radha Kund, but. to be in that mood of you know to understand to have realized radha krishna love 
that is very exalted you know super pot at the present moment almost everyone is engaged in some kind of fruitive activity so karmibhya so in the being it is karma karmis karmibhya parito hare priyataya so i request the devotees uh, like vishwambar prabhu or whoever is here to kindly place some verses in the comments that we wanted to take out like for example hokshaja and um, all the, all the way to aprakrita there is explanation on that and uh, similar verses which we may not be able to take out i will just um, explain it verbally because otherwise it will become very long and you know with full many gaps so purport at the present moment almost everyone is engaged in some kind of fruitive activity those who are desirous of gaining material profits by working are called karmis this is karmi definition they want material profit by working and in that there are three divisions which is uh, karma vikarma uh, yeah actually two two akarma is uh, devotional service so karma and vikarma two divisions so some people like those who want material profits they want economic profit without caring for you know the law of karma suppose for example somebody wants to open a slaughterhouse business he want to make money so he just wants material profit but he doesn't care about the law of karma at all and he engages in absolutely sinful activities like this maintaining a slaughterhouse so that kind of um, is all, he is also a fruit worker he wants the fruits of his action he wants the material profit out of such business or any such activity or maybe a girl a boy want to you know after a girl so he, his profit is if he can get that girl uh, so these are all anything anything in this material world there is a result oriented uh, attitude so that result orientation is called uh, fruitive work so sometimes it may be done in a sinful way and sometimes in a pious way and some people do charity like you know um, providing water for those who don't have providing food if it is again meat that is again sin or anything actually other than prasadam is basically sin and meat is even worse so uh, so in that of charity also there is difference again and now there is sanctioned activity which is which are actually sanctioned in the vedas like the different yagyas the different modes of charity mentioned in the vedas whom to actually give okay give to brahmanas these are also charitable activities by these one can attain heavenly planets and so many yagyas are um, prescribed in the vedas through that we can go to heavenly planets that's why krishna says you know in the second chapter we will go to that verse but they want they do these things these yagyas and charity and all this to get a better position in this life to have a comfortable family in this way and prosperity and in the next life also they want heavenly life swarga prapti so this is the understanding so therefore but and they think that this is all in all this is the this is the end goal of all the vedas to attain swarga um so therefore they are actually foolish because that is not the real goal of vedas but they think like that so yamimam pushpitam vacham pravadanti avipaschitah vedavada ratah partha nanya dastiti vadinah kamatmanah swargapara janma karma phala pradam kriya vishesha bahulam bhogaishvarya gatim prati so they this is the second chapter 42nd and 43rd verse so 
those people they think that these uh, Pushpitam Vacham, all the flowery language of the Vedas, oh you do and then you get, you know, association of all these Apsaras, these, these heavenly girls, you know, all these, you know, these kind of explanations and in the, in the beautiful gardens of the Nandana Kanana, you know, Nandana gardens, which are there in heaven, very, very famous. There are huge gardens, Nandana Kanana and beautiful, beautiful sceneries and, you know, so many couples have their romantic affairs there. So, this is very famous. One second. All these things are disturbing today. Okay. So, some people think that is all in all. So, in sinful way or pious way, they want fruits of their actions. Now, all living entities will continue with the purport. Living entities within this material world have come under the spell of Maya. This is described in the Vishnu Pan. 6th Kanto, 7th to 61st verse. Vishnu Shakti Hipara Prokta, Kshetra Gnakya, Tathapara, Avidya Karma, Samgyanya, Tritiya Shakti Rishyate. So, we have already learned about Tritiya Shakti. So, this is the spiritual energy, internal energy, the marginal energy, which we are as living entities, and the external energy, which is Maya, material energy. All living entities within this material world have, uh, sorry, world have come the spell of Maya, which is the third energy, material illusionary energy. Sages have divided the energies of the Supreme Personality of God into three, three categories, namely the spiritual energy, the marginal energy and the material energy. The material energy is considered to be the third class energy. It is third class, it is not very high class energy. Tritiya Shakti. Those living beings within the jurisdiction of the material energy sometimes engage themselves like dogs and hogs in working very hard simply for sense gratification. This is the symptom. Nahi kaschit kshanam api Karyatehi avasha karma, karma, prakriti, jair gunai. So, in the, in the third chapter, fifth verse, it is explained there that Krishna says that everybody is forced to work here in this material world. Not, we cannot uh, remain without doing anything. You know, we have to do something, either with our body or with our mind. We are always doing something. We are never still. Uh, that is the way. In this in the, of this material world, I, I mean, there is a way because we are active, but here we are forced to work for our own maintenance. It's a struggle here. So they work very hard simply for sense gratification. Nidraya hriyate naktam vyavayena chavavaya diva charthehaya rajan kutumba bharane nava. So it is explained in the by Shukadev Goswami in the second canto, first chapter, second verse. So it is explained there that um, in the night. The common man engages in sleep or sex and in the day he engages in working hard and maintaining their family members. So in this way the whole life is lost. Every single day is spent in this way for the whole entirety of life, finished until the end of life. So very hard, they are working very hard for sense enjoyment. However, in this life, after executing activities in the next life, some karmis become strongly attracted to performing various kinds of sacrifices mentioned in the Vedas. Thus, on strength of their pious merit, they are elevated to heavenly planets. Actually, those who perform sacrifices strictly according to Vedic injunctions are elevated to the moon and the planets above the moon. Hmm. As mentioned in Bhagavad Gita, 9th chapter 21st verse, Kshine punye martilokam vishanti Tetam bhuktva svargalokam vishalam Kshine punye martilokam vishanti So, after exhaust, exhausting the results, of their so-called pious activities again return to the earth, which is called Marthiloka, the place of death. 
Although such persons may be elevated to the heavenly planets by their pious activities and although they may enjoy life there for many thousands of years, they nonetheless must return to this planet where the, when the results of their pious activities are exhausted. That is heavenly situation. It is not a permanent situation, neither is it full of happiness. This is the position of all karmis, including those who act piously and those who act impiously. On this planet, we find many businessmen, politicians and others who are simply interested in material happiness. They attempt to earn money by all means, not considering whether such means are pious or impious. Such people are karmis or gross materialists. Among the karmis are some vikarmis, who, people who act without the guidance of Vedic knowledge. Uh, so, they are called vikarmis, sinful people. Those who act on the basis of Vedic knowledge perform sacrifices for the satisfaction of Lord Vishnu to achieve, uh, to receive benedictions from him. In this, we are elevated to higher planetary systems. Such karmis are superior to the vikarmis, for they are faithful to the directions of the Vedas and are certainly dear to Krishna. In Bhagavad Gita, chapter 4, text 11, Krishna says, Ye yatha maam prapadyante taam bhajamyaham. In whatever way one surrenders unto me, I reward him accordingly. Krishna is saying that he fulfilled the desires of the karmis and jnanis, not to speak of the bhaktas. See, why he will not fulfill the desires of bhaktas? Karmis and jnanis' desires are also fulfilled. Hmm. Although the karmis are sometimes elevated to higher planetary systems, as long as they remain attached to fruitive activity, they, ha- they must accept new material bodies after death. See? If one acts piously, he can attain a new body among the demigods, the higher planetary systems, or he may attain some other position in which he can enjoy a higher standard of material happiness, like in a rich family or a cultured family, like that. On the other hand, those who are engaged in impious activities are degraded and take birth as animals, trees and plants. Thus, those fruitive actors who do not care for the Vedic directions, Vikarmis, are not appreciated by learned sleepers. So, those who are Karmis and Vikarmis. So, among the fruitive workers, there are Karmis and Vikarmis. So, Vikarmis, they go downward. So, the pious, those who act pious, they will go uh, upward into the upper planetary systems and Madhyatishthanti Rajasa and those who do you know mediocre activities they remain on this earthly realm as stated in the Srimad Bhagavatam 554 Canto 5 chapter 5 text 4 Nunam Pramatta Kurute Asadeha so, materialists who work hard like dogs and hogs simply for sense gratification are actually mad. Pramatta, the word pramatta means mad. Matta means mad, pramatta means prakrishnupena matta, means very emphasis added, mad with emphasis added, you know, especially mad. They simply perform all kinds of abominable activities simply for sense gratification. Materialistic activities are not at all worthy of an intelligent man. For as a result of such activities, one gets a material body which is full of misery. That's why one who is actually intelligent, Tasseivahetoho 
so a real intelligent man he does not yehi samsparsha jabhoga dukhayonaya evate he does not adyantavanta kaunteya nateshu ramate buddha so this is explained in the fifth fifth chapter 22nd verse also in the bhagavad gita and in the bhagavatam it is first canto fifth chapter 18th verse so both these verses say that those who are actually buddha or the prayateta kovida those who are actually broadly intelligent they don't participate in the sources of misery what is the source of misery the endeavor of sense grat- for sense gratification is a source of misery mm. it is dukkhayonaya that means it is a it gives birth to pain misery so an intelligent person understands this and he does not engage in such activities but those fools pramatta they go for this they rush into the fire like the like the glowworm the fireflies they rush into the fire oh something very bright let's go and then get burnt so patangavat patanga means uh, insect these these insects which always when wherever there is light these these insects will come and when there is fire also they will come and go and burn themselves to death so the karmis the vikarmis are like that so they just simply go oh it's glaring is very attractive so it is immediately attractive but ultimately destructive but spiritual life is tapo divyam putrakayana sattvam suddhe tasma yasmad brahma saukhyam tvanantam they engage in tapasya they engage first of all uh, in in activities which don't seem very attractive in the beginning that's why it is said sitapya vidya pittopataptarasanasya narochikanu they are not palatable like to wake up early in the morning take a cold shower and then do mangalarti um, this in the beginning one is not accustomed to oh i have to wake up early oh you know that kind of and oh i should not eat any anywhere and everywhere oh i cannot go to restaurants so these are things sometimes they may be bitter in the beginning <coughs> for a beginner so sitapya vidha he he finds these things bitter <coughs> but in the end parinama amritopamam तत्सुखम सात्विक प्रोक्तम आत्मबुद्धि प्रसादजम सो यद्तद् अग्रे विषमिव परिणामे मृतोपमम सो इन द दिस इज हैप्पीनेस इन द मोड ऑफ गुडनेस इन द इन द बिगिनिंग इट अपीयर लाइक बिटर एंड नॉट पैलेटेबल बट इन द एंड इट इज लाइक नेक्टर इन द बिगिनिंग बिटर एंड नेक्टर सो दैट इज हैप्पीनेस इन द मोड ऑफ गुडनेस वेयरएस हैप्पीनेस इन द मोड ऑफ पैशन is in the beginning it is this is all explained in the 18th chapter 37 38 39 verses so in the beginning it is very attractive passion and in the end it is miserable and ignorance is foolishness from beginning to end you know there is no happiness in the beginning no happiness in the end full of problems after achieving whatever one has achieved still one is full of you know moroseness that is um, and it is characterized by sleep and laziness and indolence so these are in the mode of ignorance <clears throat> the purpose of human life is to get out of threefold miserable conditions what is the threefold miserable conditions which are concomitant with material existence what is this threefold adhyatmik adibhautik adhidaivik tapatraya the three kinds of suffering threefold miserable condition means tapatraya so that is misery is caused by our own body and mind misery is caused by other living entities like insects or enemies 
or adhidaivik um, miseries caused by the demigods like natural occurrences like earthquake and volcano or storm these kind of miseries so unfortunately fruitive workers are mad to earn money and acquire temporary material comforts by all means therefore they risk being degraded to lower species of life they want rich life you know they want opulence and some some actually there have been some uh, reports journalists who have you know covered some news the girls some girls to earn quick money they earn, they go to prostitution you know they they do they do this and sell themselves sell their own body so in this way they want you know money they don't they don't think that all these things are so abominable activities and you know it is uh, horrible and the the future is going to be terrible for them but they don't consider all these things so therefore the risk being degraded to lower species of species of life materialists foolishly make plans many plans to become happy in this material world they do not stop to consider that they will live only for a certain number of years out of which they must spend the major portion acquiring money for graduation so they do not stop to consider that they will live only for a certain number of years out of which they must spend the major portion acquiring money for sense gratification majority of life is just wasted how rare it is this human birth and we just wasting away majority 90% of the time is just wasted in earning money and having some problems in the family and fighting here and there and meeting our ends all kinds of struggle 90% of the time is just lost in here so <clears throat> ultimately such activities end in death and after all that whatever we have worked for is gone we just die and then we go to the next life start all over again materialists do not consider that after giving up the body they may become embodied as lower animals plants and trees thus all their activities simply defeat the purpose of life varakanam govinda charanadvayam tadapi aphalatam abhalatam jatah tesham atma atmabhimaninam varakanam anashritya गोविंदचरणीम चतुरश्चाजातिषु भ्रमद्भिर्षं प्राप्त मनुष्यजन्मपर्यत सो दीज आर दट मीन हिज वॉन्ड्रिंग एंड अशीतिम चतुरश्च एट पॉइंट फोर मिलियन स्पीशीज ऑफ लाइफ एंड आफ्टर मिलियन्स ऑफ इयर्स मनुष्यजन्मपर्यत ही हेज गॉट द ह्यूमन बॉडी तदी अफल abhalatam jata even after getting such a treasure tesham atmabhimaninam they are you know they are people are full of pride and their their own false ego huh? and with their false ego they varakanam foolish they are fools varakanam anashritya because of the big ego they don't bow down and take shelter of govinda charanadvayam anashritya govinda charan they don't take shelter at the lotus feet of govinda um <clears throat> materialists do not consider yeah so th- thus all their activities simply defeat the purpose of life not only are they born ignorant but they act on the platform of ignorance thinking that they are getting material benefits in the shape of shape of skyscraper buildings big cars honorable positions and so on the materialists do not know that in the next life they will be degraded and that all their activities simply serve as parabhava their defeat this is the verdict of shrimad bhagavatam 
पराभवस्तावदोध जात यावन्न जिज्ञासत आत्मतत्व यावत्क्रियास्तावदर्मात्मक शरीरबंध सो दिस वर्डिट ऑफ श्रीमद भाव पराभव पराभव मीन डिफीट बिगनिंग So therefore, our whole education system of the modern civilization, after PhD, the person still doesn't know that he is not the body. That means, all his education, all his certificates are certificates of ignorance. You are certified ignorant person. <laughs> so that is the meaning of the PhD. A proper said, plow department. PhD means plow department. You know, that's all. There's not much in there. it doesn't mean anything actually people it's all a hype it's all a hype and sometimes even devotees when they're not understanding all these things about philosophically they they suck they get sucked into this hype and they think that oh we also need to you know achieve this you know degrees and we also need to chase these you know material credentials that means we haven't understood that this is actually ignorance jadavidya hoy mayar vaibhav bhaktivinoda thakur is saying Jadavidya, this material education is just Maya or Vaibhav. It is Maya's tricks. It's Maya is tricking you. Maya ya paharata jnana. Maya is tricking us as if, yes, yes, now you are very knowledgeable. It is a trick. We are falling for it. You are very knowledgeable. Yes, yes, you see, you got a PhD. Yes, yeah, very happy. Okay, good. Now, get a wife. Now, get a children. Now, get, get. more you know and you become famous you know become one youtuber and become one you know celebrity oh, you become 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 more more and then at the end of life everything is taken away it is just a trick so we should not fall for these things <clears throat> real knowledge is when we actually understand oh i am not the body i am the soul so i have should not waste my time with this bodily activities i should participate in the soul's activities that is devotional service and that is when maya's influence will wane it will be on the wane you know so maya want to control she will she will control by giving us education oh, become educated and become a big man in this world and then with that all that fame after achieving all that fame how will one immediately give up you know it's very difficult right if if you suddenly become a monk oh what happened uh, he has become crazy uh, everybody leave him Oh, there was something wrong with him. Okay, never mind. Maybe he went into depression. You know? So <laughs> they will leave him. So he doesn't want to. He doesn't want people to leave. So he's already stuck to his teesham atma abhimani nam. This 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 pride, this false ego, and because of that, he doesn't go anashritya, varakana manashritya govinda charanadvayam. He doesn't surrender to Krishna. Out of thousands. Uh, out of thousands and even millions of ignorant people who are wasting their time simply gratifying the senses one may come to the platform of knowledge and understand higher values of life such a person is called a gyani the gyani knows that fruitive activities will bind him to material existence 
and cause him to transmigrate from one kind of body to another. As indicated in Srimad Bhagavatam by the term Sharira Bandha, bound to bodily existence. As long as one maintains any conception of sense enjoyment, his mind will be absorbed in karma, fruitive activity. And this will oblige him to transmigrate from one body to another. So even if one does pious activities, the world may applaud, well done. But Maya will just give us one kick in the face. Okay, pious activities, right? Okay, one kick. Take birth in a nice family. These are actually kicks of Maya. We place so much um, emphasis or place so much importance to a good birth or beautiful features or intelligence, all these things. But devoid of Krishna consciousness, these have no value. What is that? Um, Bhagavad Bhakti Hinasya <coughs> Bhagavad Bhakti Hinasya Jatihi Shastra Japas Tapas Apranasyaiva uh, Dehasya Mandanam Lokaranjanam Bhagavad Bhakti Hinasya Without Bhagavad Bhakti, Krishna Bhakti Jatihi Shastra Japaha Tapaha What are them? Jati means a good birth. Um, Shastra, uh, learn, uh, learning or intelligence. Uh, so, one's learning, one's, one's good birth, japa, even one's execution of chanting mantras and uh, all these things. Or tapaha, our austerities. Like even Gandhi, he did austerity for the country he fasted. So, that is also austerity. And any man, even if, you know, like they say, hard work is the key to success. What is that hard work? That is tapasya. So, any endeavor, even in material world, requires tapasya. But it is not tapo divyam. Tapo divyam putraka yena sattvam suddhyet. Don't do tapasya for material things. Tapo divyam. We should not do tapasya for material things. Like to get a, uh, to work hard now so that your business will prosper. Or be an entrepreneur. You know, they, they say, what is that? Uh, grinding it. Grinding it. You know, they say, that is a slang. They say, grinding it means, you know, you grind now. You know. That means work hard now and then you will get the fruit later. So, this is all this hype of engaging in hard work, fruitive activity, tapasya. This is all tapasya and some people do tapasya like you know, Navaratri fasting or this you know, some some fasting to, so that the husband will be you know, safe or some uh, there will be prosperity for the house or sometimes they chant Vishnu Sahasranam just to get material prosperity. They are not interested in Vishnu. They chant Vishnu Sahasranam but then they are not interested in Vishnu. They just for, oh, because, you know, the Falashruti says, oh, this, we do this means we will get a good position in this world and happy family. Uh, oh, okay, good, I will do. So, actually, because people are, you know, they are interested in these things. So, these Falashrutis are sometimes mentioned there. Oh, if you, you know, do this, you know, you will get this, this, this. So, at least those who are minded, materially minded, they at least start somewhere. But to remain there is bad. One is eventually expected to rise above that. Uh, and give up, just like Dhruv Maharaj. He was immature. He just went to Vishnu to worship Vishnu because he wanted a kingdom greater than his grandfather, so that he can show his stepmother that oh, see, I also can do it. I'm more than you know your father or you or anybody. So he wanted to show that. So with that strong desire, he went. Uh, so this is this is also tapasya, but this is tapasya. 
Hiranyakashipu did great tapasya for 100 years. You know, of the demigods. He was standing on, you know, on the toes, on the tips of his toes for 100 celestial years and with his hands upraised like this and he was worshipping Brahma. That is also tapasya. And so much that all his flesh, his skin, his, his, um, his flesh, his muscles, everything were eaten up by insects, by ants. Only the bones were remaining. And he was still, he was there. He was undeterred in his tapasya. For 100 years he was like that. And finally Lord Brahma came. And he wanted immortality and with that he wanted to, you know, um, terrorize the entire universe. So that is also tapasya. Or just for material prosperity. All these are tapasyas. So one may do all these things. But Bhagavad Bhakti Hinasya, if we, do, if we don't have devotion, if you are not interested in Vishnu or Krishna, if, it, if we have other interests, Anya Bhilashi, uh, not Anya Bhilashi, uh, not, not uh, what is that? Ankulyana Krishna Anushilanam. We are not, uh, what is that? Desiring to serve Krishna for his pleasure. If we have Anya Bhilash, we have other desires than that. Then, Apranasyaivahi Dehasya. Aprana means dead body. Apranasyaivahi Dehasya means dead body. Deha means body. Aprana means life. Aprana means no life. So, a body with no life, that means a dead body. Apranasyaivahi Dehasya. Of a dead body, Mandanam Lokaranjanam. So, they are decorations on a dead body. So, all these, uh, what is that? Bhagavad Bhakti Hinasya, Jatihi, Shastra, Japa, Stapa. You know, so our good birth, learning and um, our, our, our chanting or our austerities, all these things are decorations on a dead body. They are decorations. Yes, you know, if you decorate a dead body, it is artistic, maybe, you know, but what is the value of decorating that dead body? What is the value? Hmm. So, Mandanam, Lokaranjanam uh, and Loka, the, the world, they will applaud. Oh, good, good, good. No. You know, Nobel Prize, this prize, that prize, award, this award or Oscar award for, for movies, that is another thing. And different awards for artists, for singers, for dancers, for this and that. So many awards. Lokaranjanam. And people enjoy and people award and people applaud for all these things. But Krishna does not. Krishna does not. And that is the one person we should care to satisfy. Not the rest of the world. Hmm. <clears throat> because if he is not satisfied, then we are asking for trouble. So therefore, it is only good uh, advisable to satisfy him. So, Jnani, at least he is, he understands that the endeavor for fruitive activities is not good, so he cultivates knowledge. So, in that way he is superior. Thus, a Jnani is considered superior to a Karmi. Tebhyo Jnana Mukta Bhakti Parma. Actually, no. Karmi Bhyaha Parito Hare Priyataya Vyaktim Yayur Jnaninas. So, Jnanina. So, Jnani is more higher than that. And, the Jnani is considered superior to a Karmi because he at least refrains from the blind activities of sense enjoyment. This is the verdict of the subpersonality of Godhead. However, although a Jnani may be liberated from the ignorance of the Karmis, unless he comes to the platform of devotional service, he is still considered to be in ignorance. Avidya. This is explained in the 10th canto. Ye nye ravindaksha vimukta maninas 
ತ್ವಯಸ್ತಭಾವಾದ್ ಅವಿಶುದ್ಧ ಬುದ್ಧಯ ಆರುಹ್ಯ ಕೃಚ್ಛ್ರೇಣ ಪರಂ ಪದಂ ತತಃ ಅನಾದೃತಯುಷ್ಮ ಪತಂತಿ ಅಧಃ ಅನಾದೃತ ಯುಷ್ಮದಂಗ್ರಯ ಕಾಂಡೋ ಟೆನ್ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ ಟು ಟೆಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ ಥರ್ಟಿ ಟು ಸೊ ದಿಸ್ ಜ್ಞಾನ ಜ್ಞಾನೀಸ್ ದೇ ಎ ಅನ್ಯ ಅರವಿಂದಾಕ್ಷ ವಿಮುಕ್ತ ಮಾನಸ್ ವಿತೌಟ್ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಕಾನ್ಷಿಯಸ್ನೆಸ್ ದೇ ಥಿಂಕ್ ದೇ ಆರ್ ಲಿಬರೇಟೆಡ್ ನೌ ವಿಮುಕ್ತ ಮಾನಿನಸ್ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ವಿಮುಕ್ತ ವಿಮುಕ್ತ ಮಾನಿನಸ್ ದೇ ಥಿಂಕ್ ದೇ ಆರ್ ಲಿಬರೇಟೆಡ್ ಬಟ್ ಶಾಸ್ತ್ರ ಸೇಜ್ ಭಾಗವತಂ ಸೇಜ್ ವಿಮುಕ್ತ ಮಾನಸ್ ತ್ವಯಸ್ತ ಭಾವಾತ್ ಅವಿಶುದ್ಧ ಬುದ್ಧಯ ದೇ ಆರ್ ಇಂಟೆಲಿಜೆನ್ಸ್ ಇಸ್ ಶುದ್ಧ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಪ್ಯೋರ್ ವಿಶುದ್ಧ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ವೆರಿ ವೆರಿ ಪ್ಯೋರ್ ಅವಿಶುದ್ಧ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ವೆರಿ ಇಂಪ್ಯೋರ್ ಫುಲ್ ಆಫ್ ಕಂಟಾಮಿನೇಷನ್ ಸೊ ದೇ ಆರ್ ದೇ ಆರ್ ದೇ ಆರ್ ಇಂಟೆಲಿಜೆನ್ಸ್ ಇಸ್ ಅಮ್ ಇಂಪ್ಯೋರ್ ಅವಿಶುದ್ಧ ಬುದ್ಧಯ ಬುದ್ಧಯ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಇಂಟೆಲಿಜೆನ್ಸ್ ಅವಿಶುದ್ಧ ಬುದ್ಧಯ ಆರುಹ್ಯ ಕೃಚ್ಛ್ರೇಣ ದೇ ಅಂಡಗೋ ಸಿವಿಯರ್ ಆಸ್ಟರಿಟೀಸ್ ಆರುಹ್ಯ ಕೃಚ್ಛ್ರೇಣ ಪರಂಪದಂ ತತಃ ದೇ ರೀಚ್ ಸಚ್ ಅ ಹೈ ಪ್ಲಾಟ್ಫಾರ್ಮ್ ಆಫ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮನ್ ರಿಯಲೈಸೇಷನ್ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಅ ಲೋ ಪ್ಲಾಟ್ಫಾರ್ಮ್ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ಅ ವೆರಿ ಹೈ ಪ್ಲಾಟ್ಫಾರ್ಮ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮನ್ ರಿಯಲೈಸೇಷನ್ ಬಟ್ ಪತಂತಿ ಅಧಃ ದೇ ಅಗೇನ್ ಫಾಲ್ ಡೌನ್ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ದೇ ಡೋಂಟ್ ಟೇಕ್ ಶೆಲ್ಟರ್ ಆಟ್ ಯು ಲೋ ಟು ಸ್ವೀಟ್ ಜಸ್ಟ್ ಲೈಕ್ ಅ ಪ್ಲೇನ್ ಇಟ್ ಗೋಸ್ ಸೋ ಹೈ ಅಪ್ ಟೆನ್ ಥೌಸಂಡ್ ಫೀಟ್ ಸಾರಿ ಸಾರಿ ಥರ್ಟಿ ಸಿಕ್ಸ್ ಥೌಸಂಡ್ ಫೀಟ್ ಟೆನ್ ಥೌಸಂಡ್ ಮೀಟರ್ಸ್ ಅಬವ್ ಸೀ ಲೆವೆಲ್ ಟೆನ್ ಕಿಲೋಮೀಟರ್ಸ್ ಅಬವ್ ಯು ನೋ ಟೆನ್ ಕಿಲೋಮೀಟರ್ಸ್ ಅಬವ್ ದ ಗ್ರೌಂಡ್ ಇಫ್ ಯು ಥಿಂಕ್ ದಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಗ್ರೇಟ್ ಸಮ್ ಯು ನೋ ಆಸ್ಟ್ರೋನಾಟ್ಸ್ ದೇ ಇವನ್ ಗೋ ಈವನ್ ಮಚ್ ಹೈಯರ್ ಸೊ ಆಫ್ಟರ್ ಆಲ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ಅಗೇನ್ ದೇ ಮಸ್ಟ್ ಲ್ಯಾಂಡ್ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ದೇರ್ ಇಸ್ ನೋ ಶೆಲ್ಟರ್ ದೇರ್ ದೇರ್ ಇಸ್ ನೋ ಅದರ್ ಪ್ಲೇಸ್ ಟು ಲ್ಯಾಂಡ್ ದೇರ್ ದೇ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಟು ಕಮ್ ಬ್ಯಾಕ್ ಸಪೋಸ್ ಯು ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಅ ಪ್ಲೇಸ್ ಟು ಲ್ಯಾಂಡ್ ದೇರ್ ಯು ಕ್ಯಾನ್ ಲ್ಯಾಂಡ್ ದೇರ್ ಸೊ ದೇರ್ ಇಸ್ ಅ ಪ್ಲೇಸ್ ಟು ಲ್ಯಾಂಡ್ ದಟ್ ಇಸ್ ದ ಯುಷ್ಮದ್ ಅಂಗ್ರೆ ವಾಟ್ ಇಸ್ ದಟ್ ಆರೋಹ್ಯ ಕೃಚ್ಛ್ರೇಣ ಪರಂಪದಂ ತತಃ ಪತಂತ್ಯ ಅನಾದೃತ ಯುಷ್ಮದ್ ಅಂಗ್ರಯ ಅಂಗ್ರಯ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ದ ಲೋಟಸ್ ಫೀಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಸೊ ದಟ್ ವಿ ಇಫ್ ವಿ ಡು ನಾಟ್ ಟೇಕ್ ಶೆಲ್ಟರ್ ಅಗೇನ್ ವಿ ವಿಲ್ ಫಾಲ್ ಡೌನ್ ವಿ ಡೋಂಟ್ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಅ ಪ್ಲಾಟ್ಫಾರ್ಮ್ ದೇರ್ ಟು ರೆಸ್ಟಿಂಗ್ ಪ್ಲಾಟ್ಫಾರ್ಮ್ ವಿ ವಿಲ್ ಅಗೇನ್ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಟು ಕಮ್ ಬ್ಯಾಕ್ ಪತಂತ್ಯ ಸೊ ಆಫ್ಟರ್ ಸೋ ಮಚ್ ಹಾರ್ಡ್ ವರ್ಕ್ ಆರೋಹ್ಯ ಕೃಚ್ಛ್ರೇಣ ಸೋ ಮಚ್ ತಪಸ್ಯ ಸೋ ಮಚ್ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಕಂಟ್ರೋಲ್ ದೇ ರೀಚ್ ಸಚ್ ಅ ಹೈ ಪ್ಲಾಟ್ಫಾರ್ಮ್ ಬಟ್ ಇಫ್ ದ ಡೋಂಟ್ ಗೆಟ್ ಭಕ್ತಿ ಅಗೇನ್ ದೇ ಗುಡ್ ಫಾಲ್ ಡೌನ್ ಆಲ್ ದ ವೇ ಡೌನ್ so so that is also actually not good because although they it is better than ordinary karma but still it is risky therefore now there is avidya it is still considered to be an ignorance avidya although one may be accepted as a gyani or one advanced in knowledge his knowledge is considered impure because he has no information of the devotional service and thus neglects the direct worship of the lotus feet of the supreme personality of godhead when a gyani takes to devotional service he rapidly becomes superior to an ordinary gyani this is uh, this is uh, very important he rapidly becomes superior to an ordinary gyani when he takes to devotional service such an advanced person is described as gyana tebhyo uh, gyana vigyana uh, vimukta bhakti parama today's verse second line gyana vimukta bhakti parama how a gyani takes to devotional service is mentioned in bhagavad gita chapter 7 text 19 wherein krishna says bahunam janma namante gyanavan mam prapadyate vasudeva sarvamiti samahatma sudurlabha so after many many births bahunam you see the translation after many birth deaths he who is actually in knowledge so this gyani who comes to bhakti parama he is not that oh, he started gyan and then in the same life bahunam janmanam ante after many births and deaths of cultivating knowledge and prabhupada said at least 300 
300 lives of cultivating knowledge and speculating and speculating and speculating, finally he will come to surrender to Krishna. Uh, he who is actually in knowledge surrenders unto me, knowing me to be the cause of all causes and all that is. Such a great soul is very rare. Samahatma Sudurlabhaha. Sudurlabha. Uh, therefore, it is also said, Manushyanam Sahasreshu, chapter 7, text 3 of Bhagavad Gita. Manushyanam Sahasreshu Kaschityatati Siddhaye. After thou, uh, among thousands among of men, one may be interested. Kaschit yatati siddhaye. He endeavors for perfection. Yatatam api siddhanam. Out of perfection means in this sense, liberation, like jnani. The yatatam api siddhanam. Among those who have achieved such perfection of, perfection in the sense, he has understood that he is not body, he is a soul. That itself is actually already a perfection compared to many of the people. That itself is a big success. To understand that I am not the body, I am a soul, 99.99 people are not uh, conscious of this fact. So, that itself is a perfection, a, a, a kind of perfection in itself. But it is just the beginning of perfection, of course. So, yatatamapi siddhanam kaschin vetyamam tattvataha. So, out of such perfect people, um, or those who are endeavoring for perfection, who at least know what the path of perfection is. Kaschin vetti maam tattvata. Kaschin means very, very few. Katipaye. They know me. Krishna is saying. Vetti maam tattvata. In truth. They know me in truth. Very, very few people. So that means in one in millions and billions only actually one uh, comes to Krishna consciousness and surrenders to Krishna. So after taking to devotional service under the regulative principles, a person may come to the platform of spontaneous love of God, Godhead, following in the footsteps of great devotees like Narada and Sanaka and Satana. The Supreme Personality of Godhead then recognizes him to be superior. So, that is called Bhaktivedanta. Vedanta means to understand the Vedas. Actually, real Vedanta means to understand Krishna, the end of knowledge. And to Bhakti, Bhakti Vedanta means to understand knowledge, uh, Krishna and then to surrender unto him and engage in his devotional service, that constitutes complete knowledge. That constitutes complete knowledge. Because when then we are actually knowing our position as servant, Krishna's position as master, and our relationship as uh, servant and master, and I, have, I must engage in bhakti, service to Krishna. So that is a real knowledgeable person. Supreme Personality of Godhead then recognizes him to be superior. The devotees who have developed love of Godhead are certainly in an exalted position. See, the devotees who have developed love of Godhead are certainly in an exalted position. Of all these devotees, the gopis are recognized as superior because they do not know anything other than satisfying Krishna. Nor do the gopis expect any return from Krishna. Indeed, sometimes Krishna puts them into extreme suffering by separating himself from them. Nonetheless, they cannot forget Krishna. Mm. So, the gopis are recognized as superior. So, gopis are the highest. So, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's um, philosophy is this. Aradhyo. So, this is actually by the composed by Srinath Chakravarti, who is a disciple of Advaita Acharya in his book, Sri Chaitanya Matta Manjusha. There is explained, Aradhyo Bhagavan Vrajeshatanayas Taddhama Vrindavanam 
रम्याचिदुपासना व्रजवधूवर्गेणया कल्पिता श्रीमद्भागवत प्रमाणमल प्रेमापुमाथो महाचैतन्य महाप्रभोर्मतमिद This is very beautiful. So, entire philosophy of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is in this one verse, nutshell, one verse. What is that? Aradhyo Vrajesha Tanayas, Aradhyo Bhagavan Vrajesha Tanayas, Tad Dhamma Vrindavanam. We should worship Krishna and his place, Vrindavanam, together as being equal. There is no difference between Vrindavan and Krishna. Krishna and Abhinnatvan Nama Nama, no. The name, form, pa- uh, I mean the name, form, pastimes, paraphernalia, entourage, uh, his holy places, all these are non-different from Krishna. Then, Ramya Kachit Upasana Vrajavadhu Varganaya Kalpita. So, Ramya Kachit, Ramya means the gopis. Their devotion is the topmost devotion. This is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's idea. His idea means, God's idea means that is Shastra. What is that? Um, dharmam tu sakshat bhagavat pranitam if Krishna if God's idea means oh that is his idea okay fine fine my idea is something different no that is rubbish God's idea means that is the fact Hmm. so when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's idea means oh okay that is his idea no 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 that is the fact Hmm. Um, so Ramya Kachad he considered the gopi's devotion as the supreme and Srimad Bhagavatam Pramana Mamalam. It is the purest scripture. Srimad Bhagavatam is the purest scripture, and one must, one must worship Srimad Bhagavatam. And if you see in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, always when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says something, he will quote from the Bhagavatam to support his. Whatever he says, he quotes from the scripture. Uh, he, he speaks nothing other than Shastra Pramana. And Pramana means uh, evidence. So, Srimad Bhagavatam Pramana Mamalam. It is the purest evidence. Because it talks only about devotional service, not even about karma, uh, dharma, artha, kama, moksha, all this. There, there, in Vedas, there are dharma shastras, artha shastras, you know, even kama sutra is there, kama shastra is there, and moksha shastra is there. But Chaitanya, uh, I mean, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says Bhagavatam is, in fact, Bhagavatam itself says in the 12th canto, 13th chapter, 18th verse. Uh, what is that? Hmm. Srimad Bhagavatam. Purana Mamalam Yad Vaishnavanam Priyam. Actually, the whole verse is very nice. I, I don't know if I can. Ah, you see, this, this software has already gone. <laughs> it has closed itself. So, I can't take it out because the software has already closed itself. Let's see. Maybe it will open up after some time. After maybe half hour. So. So, Srimad Bhagavatam Purana Mamalam. Maybe somebody, some one of you can um, put the verse on the, in the comment section so we can visit that later. So, this is the topmost scripture. Bhagavatam itself says and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu also says. So, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's ideas are always in, 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 in accordance with Shastra. So, Srimad Bhagavatam Pramana Mamalam Prema Pumartho Mahan. Love of Godhead is the highest achievement according to his, his, his teachings are this. So, these things are Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu Matamidam. This is his religion. Tatradara Kimna Para. So, we should have, uh, we have our topmost respect for all these considerations of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So, that's why Gudar are very exalted.
nor do the gopis expect any return from krishna so i think you know the story of the 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 headache krishna's headache we in fact did a drama last janmashtami also many times we have narrated this in the classes but for those of you who do not know i'll just briefly mention it so there was in dwaraka uh, one day narad muni came and he wanted to visit krishna and he went to the palace of krishna so of course he had 16108 palaces for each of his queens and he expanded himself into 16108 forms so he went to one of the palaces so he saw krishna krishna was with full headache you know he was holding his head you know he was like this so then narad muni it it amused narad muni krishna you are having headache how is this possible so it must be your leela only because anything krishna does is leela so he what is this headache leela first time i am saying what is this please explain what is happening and i know maybe this headache will have a medicine and i have to bring the medicine i can understand the sequence of things that are going to happen you know so i in that way i will be engaged in service so kindly tell me what the medicine is i know this is your leela so there must be some medicine some special medicine for this you want me to know that uh, so please tell me what uh, what can i do for you how can this headache be gone no krishna said actually <coughs> uh, if i can put some dust from the feet of my devotees on my forehead ah uh, that will immediately uh, remove this headache narada said that's all okay fine i'll just bring in a moment i'll come back in in, in just uh, i'll be right back he said they went out because he was confident dwarka is full of devotee i am in dwarka come on i am no, full devotee only so he went straight to rukmini rukmini devi rukmini devi namaskar and he fell fall fell i mean fell flat and he said um, you know i have a request krishna is having a headache so he said some dust from the feet of his devotees is what he need you are his best devotee here in the whole of dwarka please give me some dust from your feet immediately rukmini started you know became uh, upset how how can you ask a wife to give her the dust from her feet to husband's head like this and you know what what kind of sadhu you are you are supposed to teach religious principles you are asking me to commit uh, sinful activity what is this oh and then he left oh then who who and that means the rest of the 16107 queens also will say the same thing so queens i cannot mm, okay then he went to you know different his friends you know like uddhava and everybody all the different close servitors said, no 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 he is our lord how can how can we do something like this one come i mean don't don't say this kind of things okay then he went to dwarka you know i mean the city center he stood on a big tower and said oh people of dwarka people of dwarka vasis dwarka vasis come 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 i have a you know urgent news here everybody you know narad muni is speaking what is this what is this and say you know krishna is having this headache he wants some dust from the feet of his devotees you are all great devotees you know even demigods are you know they they don't you know have the chance to reside in dwarka and you are all here although you look like ordinary people you know in ordinary activities you are actually the greatest of saints so if some of you can pass some dust to me i will pass it to krishna and his headache will be gone say ha huh? you narad muni you are, you are supposed to teach us what are you doing you know he is our lord our master his dust is what we need on our head how can we do this no 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 we will go to hell like this wow then narad muni narad muni himself is a devotee first of all right of course a devotee's characteristic is he will never consider himself a devotee so he could have he could have given his dust of course devotee doesn't do that so he was not giving his dust and dwarkavasis all did not give their dust and he went back to krishna krishna this is more difficult than i thought uh, then krishna started to mm, you go to vrindavan 
you go to vrindavan and go to the gopis directly they will give really yeah you go then immediately he went he was thinking how will the gopis give all the reasons i have already listened to you know he is my lord he is my husband he is my master he is my friend he is my spiritual master everything and nobody wants to give what they can say they will also say i am mean, we are devotees so he went to the gopis Ah, my dear gopis uh, he was already afraid by now because everybody was already upset with him in dwarka so he did not want to upset the gopis also so he said uh, you know there is some problem um, they were the gopis were anxious what is the problem you know oh you know, krishna you know has a uh, no um, has a headache <gasps> he has a headache yes and actually the cure is um, is from some dust he wants some dust where what dust where no he actually wants some dust of his uh, devotee's feet so he said uh, your your dust gopi's dust i he asked me if i can take then gopi said why are you wasting so much time in explaining just come and take the dust they just moved moved back now as much as you want how many kgs how many tons you want we will help you come take the dust huh huh you are not afraid of going to hell who cares devotees you know the gopis who cares of going to hell krishna's headache must be solved first he is in pain how can we think of our hell or our heaven or whatever and let us go to hell if this will bring us to hell let us go to hell na what is the krishna's headache must be cured first bring the dust and give it to him na what is this wasting time you know round about way you are coming and explaining you know you should have just asked bring give me some dust i need to give to krishna his headache will be so now immediately we were given now see how much time is wasted in your explanation go 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 then narad muni understood why gopis are so exalted they did not think anything so that's why it is you see and the gopis are recognized as superior because they do not know anything other than krishna nor do the gopis expect any return from krishna Uh, that's why radharani says in the in the chaitanya charitamrita antilila we have seen the other day shikshashtaka class that she says that you know if krishna wants to put me in distress and he wants to be happy by that that distress is my best happiness because i just want to see krishna happy if krishna gets unlimited pleasure by putting me in distress that is what i want to go uh, i mean that is what i want to uh, go through that miserable condition is what i want to go through if that it is if that is what pleases krishna so they don't care about their own sense gratification or their own heaven or hell or if krishna wants it that's it even if it means complete ruin of our lives even if we go to hell by giving our dust to krishna doesn't matter so what we are prepared to suffer in hell for millions of years you go and give this dust first to krishna in this way the gopis showed narad then narad muni came back to krishna then he immediately gave the dust and krishna put ah now it is then narad muni said what you have taught me by this headache leela you know by your headache i was in a big headache because everybody was you know after me and uh, now you have shown me with your headache leela that you know gopis are the topmost now i have un- understood such a great thing you have taught me so why the gopis are so exalted so that is explained in that way that passage so indeed sometimes krishna puts them into extreme suffering by separating himself from them nonetheless they cannot forget krishna when krishna left vrindavan for mathura the gopis all became almost dejected and spent the rest of their lives simply crying in separation from krishna this means that in one sense they were never actually separated from krishna there is no difference between thinking of krishna and associating with him directly
Rather, Viprambha Seva, thinking of Krishna and separation as Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu did, is far better than serving Krishna directly. We have read this also in the Chaitanya Charitamrita. Antilila. Radharani said, actually separating from Krishna is better. <laughs> because when I am with Krishna, I can see Krishna in one place, in front of me. But when I am separated from him, I can see him everywhere. The whole world, the whole universe, everything reminds me of only Krishna. I can see him everywhere. So actually that is more happiness for me. Because everywhere I see, everything I hear, everything you know I experience is just Krishna only. That is, that's why it is even better. So she said like that herself. So that is Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's uh, philosophy also. Uh, so, rather in Vipralambha Seva, thinking of Krishna and separation, as Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu did, is far better than serving Krishna directly. Uh, thus, of all the devotees who have developed unalloyed devotional love for Krishna, the gopis are most exalted. And out of all these exalted gopis, gopis Srimati Radharani is the highest. Uh, no one can excel the devotional service of Srimati Radharani. <coughs> Indeed, even Krishna cannot understand the attitude of Srimati Radharani. Therefore, he took her position and appeared as Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu just to understand her transcendental feelings. So, how Krishna was thinking before he came down as Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu actually was ex- is explained also in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, that whole section. So, there we can see how, you know, the... Uh, Krishna thought before he accepted Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So he was thinking, you know, I am Madan Mohan. You know, Madan, Madan is Cupid, and because of Madan, Kandarpa, everybody in this, you know, in this, in, in that material world, everybody is after each other of the opposite sex, and sex life is the highest adhirasa in the material world, and people are chasing after this because of Madan's influence. I am Madan Mohan. I am the attractor of even Madana. And when one comes to me, one loses all attraction for material world and becomes fully satisfied. And great, great sages, you know, they just by chanting my name, they become so absorbed in bliss. You know, Ramante Yogino Nante Satyanande Chidatmani Itirama Padenaso Param Brahma Bhidhiyate. So they are fully in bliss. Ramante Yogino Anante. Unlimited bliss just by chanting my name even. That much happiness they are receiving. Just my thinking of me and chanting my name. I am also self-satisfied. Completely self-satisfied. Atma Rama. But when I see Radharani, when I see Radha, my, when I I see her mood, I can understand that she is hundred times more happy than me. How can somebody be more happy than me? So, this I want to understand. You know, hundreds of times more happy than me when she sees me. Hmm. I need to understand. That means her feeling of bhakti. Krishna is already Krishna himself. But Radharani's love for him, that bhakti, that devotion is even higher than me. That means. Because in that devotional service, she is experiencing a pleasure hundred times more than associating with me. That means devotional service is greater than me. So Radharani is the embodiment of devotional service. So she is the happiest person actually. Even hundred times happier than me. Hmm, I want to experience what she feels. That's why he took the form of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. In this way he was thinking. These are the confidential reasons for his coming here. 
is actually described in the Adilila of Chaitanya Charitamrita very nicely, in very great detail. So, in this way, Srila Rupa Goswami gradually concludes that Srimad Radharani is the most exalted devotee of Krishna and that her kunda, lake, Sri Radha kunda, is the most exalted place. This is verified in the quotation from Laghu Bhagavata Amrita, Uttarakhanda, 45th verse, as quoted in Chaitanya Charitamrita. Yatha Radha Priya Vishnu Tasyaha Kundam Priyam Tatha Sarva Gopishu Saivaika Vishnu Ratyanta Vallabha just as Srimati Radharani is dear to the Supreme Lord Krishna, Vishnu, so her bathing place, Radha Kunda, is equally dear to Krishna. Among all the gopis, she alone stands supreme as the Lord's most beloved. Vishnu Ratyanta Vallabha. Vallabha. See, Vallabha. Vallabha means male. Vallabha means female. Gopi Jana Vallabha. But this is Vishnu Vallabha. So, is that is female. <clears throat> Therefore, everyone interested in Krishna consciousness should ultimately take shelter of Radha Kund and execute devotional service there throughout one's life. This is the conclusion of Rupa Goswami's, uh, Rupa Goswami in the 10th verse of Upadeshamrita. So, we will go to a few series of verses from Bhagavatam and Chaitanya Charitamrita to explain some of these uh, items in little more detail before we proceed to the last verse, which is actually a short verse. So, we can finish that. But, here, just like today's verse, the comparison is given here, is in the Bhagavatam, in the 5th canto, 5th chapter, 21 and 22 verses. Bhuteshu virudhya uduttamaye sarisripasteshu sabodha nishthaha tato manushyaha pramathas tatopi gandharvasidha budhanugaye Devasurebhyo Maghavat Pradhana Dakshadayo Brahma Sutas Tutesham Bhavah Parahsotha Virincha Viryaha Samat Paroham Dvijadeva Of the two energies manifest, this is spoken by Rishabdev, incarnation of Krishna. Of the two energies manifest, spirit and dull matter, beings possessing living force, vegetables, grass, trees, and plants, are superior to dull matter, stone, earth, etc. Superior to non-moving plants and vegetables are worms and snakes, which can move. Superior to worms and snakes are animals that have developed intelligence. Superior to animals are human beings and superior to human beings are ghosts because they have no material bodies, no gross bodies, they have subtle body only. Superior to ghosts are the Gandharvas, and superior to them are the Siddhas. Superior to them, superior to the Siddhas are the Kinnaras. And superior to them are the Asuras. <coughs> asuras, you know, they are so high actually. Superior to the Asuras, Asuras means actually they are a class of living entities. Of course, anybody who is a non-devotee is an Asura. But there are a class of Asuras, they are there higher than even, almost to the level of demigods. And the Daivasura, Yuddha, the always the... The, the war between Devas and Asuras in the heavenly planets is going on. Uh, those, those Asuras especially are mentioned here. Not that every every atheist is higher than a human being, you know, so high. No. Those Asuras, actually these class of people are everywhere, but they are especially called Asuras. The, 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 the Daityas, the Dhanavas, 
the that means the the sons of diti and the sons of dana danu so they are all daityas and danavas in this way they are all asuras superior to the asuras are the demigods and of demigods indra king of heaven is supreme superior to indra are the direct sons of lord brahma sons like king daksha and among and supreme among lord brahma's sons is lord shiva since shiva is the son of lord brahma brahma is considered superior so in that way in a family relationship but actually shiva's shiva tattva is more than even brahma brahma is an ordinary living entity shiva is higher than that but as because he is he appeared as a son in this universe of lord brahma so when brahma was angry with the four kumaras that's another story so rudra the lord shiva appeared from when he was angry he did not chastise his sons because his sons brahma asked his sons to marry four sons sanaka sanatana sanaka sanatana sanandana sanatkumara the four sons of brahma they wanted to remain brahmacharis because in the beginning of the universe the universe was not as populated so he wanted them to populate the universe and bring forth generations of people and other species so they said no they refused the order of their father no we want to remain brahmacharis we want to engage in self realization so although he was angry because they did not follow his order but at the same time he knew that they were doing it for a higher purpose so although he was angry he did not chastise them so that anger instead of coming out of his mouth in the form of words it came out through his eyebrow between his eyebrows um and that it came out as a person and that person was lord shiva rudra rudra <coughs> so that's why he is considered the son of lord brahma so since lord shiva is the son of brahma brahma is considered superior but brahma is also subordinate to me the supreme personality of godhead because i am inclined to the brahmanas the brahmanas are best of all brahmanas means we are talking about qualified brahmanas not the person who just wears a thread and doesn't follow any rules and regulations no we are talking about qualified brahmanas who are actually devotees of krishna those who actually preach that's why even the gopis also said the gopis the topmost devotees they said tava kathamritam tapta jeevanam kavibhiriditam kalma shapaham shravana mangalam shrimadatatam bhuvigrananti ye bhurida janah so the the preachers who are preaching and uh, relieving the people of the material world from their sufferings by preaching to them about krishna consciousness they are the topmost they are so exalted gopis also are saying krishna also said that more dear to me there is no there is no servant more dear to me than a preacher nachatasma manushyeshu kashchin me priyakrtamah so there is no superior devotee than the preacher but the gopis of course now for example rupa goswami he is also a preacher right so but he is a gopi he is one of the manjari uh, rupa manjari in uh, in the spiritual world he is one of the gopi assistants of the the ashtasakis so when the gopis they come into this world they exalted preachers <coughs> so uh, now it is starting you see half an hour later the veda based software is starting anyway we have no time for it hmm so brahmanas are the best of all here he says brahmanas are the best of all but brahmanas among brahmanas the vaishnavas are even superior and that's what today's verses so even among vaishnavas those who are actually attain the love of godhead devotee and those pure devotees are even higher
One second, huh? Just hold on. Okay, we are still alive. <laughs> okay, so uh, among all the devotees, the Premaika Nishthastatha, Jnana Vimukta Bhakti Parama, the devotees, and among the devotees, Premaika Nishthastatha, those who have achieved love of Godhead, pure devotees, uh, they are higher. Higher than that are the gopis, and higher among the gopis is Radharani. So that is today. So he, here he mentioned until Brahmanas because he wanted to Namo Brahmane Deva. He's, he's establishing the importance of Brahmanas in this world. But now in today's verse, it is even higher and what is in the spiritual world, the highest, Radharani. And such gradation is also found in the Chaitanya Charitamrita Madhilila, chapter 19, verses 137 through I think 150. So we'll just read on. The ocean of the transcendental mellows of devotional service is so big, the ocean, the Bhakti ocean is so big that no one can estimate its length and breadth. However, just to help you taste it, I am describing but one drop. And we are only going to discuss one droplet of the drop because there are actually verses that continue after what we are going to discuss. But we are not going to do that topic because it is a different topic. Now, here it is said that in this universe, there are limitless living entities in 8,400,000 species and all are wandering within this universe. The length and breadth of the living entity is described as one ten-thousandth part of the tip of the hair. That is the size of the soul. The tip of a hair uh, divided into ten-thousand parts, uh, that one part is the size of the soul. So, actually these are quotations from Katha Upanishad and other Upanishads. But we will not go into the verse now, we will we just go through the translations. So, if we divide the tip of a hair, this is Keshagra Satabhagasa Shatadhakalpitasicha Jeeva Bhago Savigya Sachanantyaya Kalpate so, if we divide the tip of a hair into 100 parts and then take one of those parts and divide into again into 100 parts, that very fine division is the size of but one of the numberless um, living entities. They are called chitkana, spiritual particles, particles of spirit, not matter. So, if we divide the tip of a hair, this is another quotation from another Upanishad. So, that's why it is repeated here. If we divide the tip of a hair into 100 parts and then take one part and divide into divide this into one another 100 parts, that 10th or 10,000th part of, is the dimension of the living entity. This is the verdict of the chief Vedic mantras. Lord Krishna says, minute particles and the living entity. So this is from the <coughs> Srimad Bhagavatam 11.16.11. Sukshmanam jiva aham. So like that he says. I think, let's see. Sukshmanam api aham jivaha. That's what. So, O Lord, although the living entities who have accepted material bodies are spiritual and unlimited in number, if they were all pervading, there would be no question of their being under control. Uh, if they are accepted, however, as particles of the eternally existing spiritual entity, as part of you, who Supreme Spirit whole, we must conclude that they are always under your control. If the living entities are simply satisfied with being identical with you as spiritual particles, then they will be happy being controllers of so many things. The conclusion that the living entities and the Supreme Personality of Godhead are one and the conclusion that the living entities and the Supreme Personality of Godhead are one and the same is a faulty conclusion. It is not a fact. So, this is basically saying that this is from the 10th canto 87th chapter prayers of the personified Vedas where it is stating that we are always minute and the Lord is infinite. We are never same with the Lord. We are never equal to the Lord. Some people think like that, you know, when we become liberated, when I become one with the Lord, I become the Lord. No, we will never become the Lord. 
if one thinks like that that he has become god then he has actually become dog that's that's, that's actual fact so the unlimited living entities can be divided into two divisions those that can move and those that cannot move among living entities that can move there are birds aquatics and animals although the living entities known as human beings are very small in quantity that division may may be still further, further subdivided for there are many uncultured human beings like mlechas pulindas bauddhas and shabaras so you see although humans are classified as one class there is subdivisions in each of these classes so among human beings there are many uncultured human beings like mlechas pulindas bauddhas shabaras so bauddhas are those who don't accept vedas and actually buddhists are bauddhas and mlechas those who are meat eaters pulindas greeks you know greeks are sometimes and shabaras so in there are different classes of people the tribals like that <clears throat> among human beings those who are followers of the vedic principles are considered civilized that is civilized people mm. among these among these followers of vedic principles almost half simply give lip service while committing all kinds of sinful activities against these principles such people do not care for the regulative principles they talk only you know simply talk but activities nothing they are doing they they do uh, and talk about big big bhakti and this and them eating meat and all all kind of sinful activities going on not interested really you know just like you know that kind of lip service among the followers of vedic knowledge most are following the process of fruitive activity those who okay half of them are cons- uh, doing lip service the, in the rest half they among the followers of vedic knowledge who actually really follow something most are following the process of fruitive activity and distinguishing between good and bad work they just want to go to heaven moral moral you know principles and doing some yagyas to go to heaven and you know have a you know like kind of goodness mode of goodness life but without devotional service out of many such sincere fruitive actors there may be one who is actuaize uh this is a gyani out of many millions of such wise men one may actually become liberated mukta so wise yes we may know knowledge but still not liberated yet one may actually become liberated around 1 in 1000 1 in millions and out of many millions of such liberated persons a pure devotee of lord krishna is very difficult to find because the devotee of lord krishna is desireless he is peaceful fruitive workers desire material enjoyment gyanis desire liberation and yogis desire material opulence therefore they are all lusty and cannot be peaceful sakali ashanta so this is and then it 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 talks about other subject now so this is again the gradation so here it it ends with a devotee a pure devotee of krishna is very difficult to find gyana vimukta bhakti parama and then premai kanishthastatah but then after that there is today's verse is even goes higher among them the gopis among them radharani so these are some related verses in fact other place other place also there are kinds of gradations in the 6th chapter krishna says uh the karmi the gyani is better than a karmi karmi yogi is better than a gyani and the devotee is better than a yogi so in all cases be a yogi am bhakti yogi yogi naam api sarvesham madgatena antaratmana of all yogis the yogi who is actually madgatena antaratmana shraddhavan yajate bhajate yomam samaye yukta tamo matah of all the yogis the bhakti yogi is the topmost krishna himself is saying in the 6th chapter 47th verse so having that done so now another aspect of this verse today's verse to show now we have known that radhika radhika radharani is so exalted 
Now her lake is also very exalted now. Tadhiyarasi. See, Tabhyopisa Radhika Preshtha Tadvadiyam Tadhiya Sarasi. Tadhiya Sarasi means her lake is also as dear to him. Now this word Tadhiya means anything belonging her, like her. Here Tadhiya means her. Sarasi means lake, her lake. So Tadhiya. So, like you see, there is a verse. This is spoken by Lord Shiva in the Padma Puran. It is mentioned in the Chaitanya Charitamrita. Aradhananam sarvesham vishnur aradhanam param tasmat parataram devi tadiyanam samarcharam. So he, Lord Shiva is saying, Shiva told the goddess Durga, My dear Devi, although the Vedas recommend worship of demigods, the worship of Lord Vishnu is topmost. However, above the worship of Lord Vishnu is the rendering of service to Vaishnavas who are related to Lord Vishnu. Now, here of course he meant Vaishnavas and especially, especially, actually Tadiya, Tadiyana means those who are related to him and those which are related to him. They can be translated in both ways, Vaishnavas and also other things. So that is explained. Um, here, this is, these are some of the instructions that Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was giving uh, to Sanatana Goswami about devotional service because he wanted Sanatana Goswami to write books on to guide devotees how to do devotional service. So he was explaining Sanatana Goswami of that what are the things that should be mentioned. So he is saying, in, he mentioned many items of devotional service that we should do, that we discussed the last class five, five things that we should do. I think in the eighth verse that class. Uh, what is that? Um, Sadhu Sangha, Nam Kirtan, Bhagavat Shravan, uh, Mathuravas, Shri Murtir, Shraddhaya Sevan. So, these things we must do. So, Sadhu Sangha, Association of Devotees, Nam Kirtan, Chanting Holy Names of Krishna, and um, Bhagavat Shravan, Hearing of Bhagavatam, and then um, Mathuravas, Staying in the Holy Place in Mathura or Temple, and Shri Murtir, Shraddhaya Sevan worshipping the deity and engaging all kinds of services in the temple. So, these five things are very important. So, other than that, he mentioned many other things also. So, among that, Aratrika Mahotsava Shreemurtir Darshan Nijapriya Dhan Dhyan Tadiya Sevan. Again, the word Tadiya. Today, today's verse also, Tadiya Sarasi, uh, her lake. Tadiya Sevan, you see here. So, these are 64 items he Babing mentioned that, are, that we should do. So, actually we will go through all these things uh, in one class, maybe after the Narsimha Leela series, we will go through these things, what a devotee should do. So, in that we will come through all these things. So, here one should attend Aarti and festivals, see, 24 see the deity, 25 present what is very dear to oneself the deity, 26 meditate on the deity and 27 to 30, that means 27, 28, 29, 34, serve those related to the Lord, Tadiya Sevana. Tadiya means of the Lord. Tadiya, anything related. Tadiya Sevan. So we must serve. What is that? Those related to the Lord. Now, what are those things that are related to the Lord? That is explained in the next verse. Tadiya. Definition is Tulasi, Vaishnava, Mathura, Bhagavat. E charir seva hoy krishner abhimata. 
Tadiya means the Tulasi leaves, the devotees of Krishna, the birthplace of Krishna, Mathura. And also when we say Mathura, all temples like, now temple is also an extension of Mathura only and Vrindavan. So this is explained by uh, Prabhupada and in fact Acharyas also that Mathura temple is also uh, em, uh, what is the embassy of Mathura Vrindavan and we have to have great we have to do sevana seva tadiya sevan so we have to tulasi leaves and tulasi actually tulasi plant tulasi leaves and the devotees of Krishna the birthplace of Krishna and the Vedic literature Srimad Bhagavatam Krishna is very eager to see his devotees serve tulasi Vaishnavas Mathura and Bhagavatam so tadiya things related to the Lord are also dear should should be served so our understanding is that that we are always we should always serve if we if we serve krishna that means we have to serve his devotees and everything that is related to him not that i only serve krishna but i don't care about the temple i don't care about the devotees and i don't care about all no or i don't care about bhagavatam and all this some some devotee actually one lady like that told me you know one day a few years back that, uh, you, you know, when I quoted something from the Bhagavad Gita, see Mataji, because she had a different idea, she has some sentimental attachment to Krishna. You know, like, you know, I, I, I take Krishna as my, as my, as my, you know, best friend. I always talk to him, you know. So, I said, no, Mataji, this is not the way we should do it. We should follow the standard process. We cannot imitate those great devotees who can actually talk to Krishna. So, you see how we must, first of all, start to Tadvidhi Pranipatena. We have to surrender to a guru first. Without guru, we cannot have any standing in spiritual life. So, first of all, Mataji, we must surrender to Guru. You see, Krishna is saying in the 4th chapter, 34th verse, Tadvidhi Pranipati. So, I was showing, showing her the verses from the book. She said, no, 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 this is all bookish knowledge. This is all bookish knowledge. Krishna is already directly speaking to me. I am already speaking to him directly. I, I don't need your bookish knowledge. That means she is not even a devotee. A real devotee will never say like that. Because Bhagavad Gita, it's a Gita of Bhagavan. It's the words of God, words of Krishna. It's not just a bookish knowledge means... Oh, you all have bookish knowledge, I have direct experience with the Lord. This was her feeling, that I am greater than you. You are, you don't have any feeling for the Lord, you have any relationship, I have. Whereas you are just showing me books only, you are in that level. You know, that kind of mentality she had. Uh, so, Krishna is already speaking in his books. What more thing Krishna will say? Krishna will say, okay, if Krishna is talking to you personally, and here I am showing you something that he said in a book. So, if it is the same Krishna, he should say the same thing, right? Why did he say, he tell you something different than what is in his own book? This is also Krishna's word. You also claim that yours is also Krishna's word. But why are they different? Hmm? That means Krishna is not talking to you. Either this book is correct or you are correct. So, either Krishna is correct or you are correct. So, should I choose you above Krishna? That means you are the liar. So, in this way, I, I caught her. I said, you are talking nonsense. Then she said, I will complain to your temple authority. How can you speak to me like that? I said, you complain. Go, go inside and complain. You, you tell, do you tell him? You see what he will say. So lucky she did not go inside. She walked out of the temple. If she went inside and spoke to Sundagopal Prabhu. <laughs> no need to say. Mine is just one hundredth of what, one thousandth of what he would have said. <laughs> she would have received even more <laughs> chastisement. So, um, <laughs> so in this way, uh, we, so Bhagavat Seva, Bhagavat Seva means Tadiya Sevana. Related to him, all we must serve. So, Tulasi, devotees, the, the dham, the temple, the, the Vaishnavas, the Bhagavatam, we have to hear regularly. All these things are Tadiya Sevana. That is authorized. That is why 
श्रुति स्मृति पुराणादि पांचरात्र की विधिम विना ऐकांत के हरेर भक्ति और उत्पाता जाए वह कल्पते इफ वी डू भक्ति विदाउट रेफरेंस टू स्क्रिप्चर इन आवर ओन इमेजिनेटिव वे दैट इज अ डिस्टर्बेंस इट विल नेवर टेक अस एनी वेयर इट विल टेक अस टू हेल्प एंड इफ यू टीच दैट टू अदर्स वी आर टेकिंग अदर्स ऑल्सो टू हेल्प फॉर दैट विल बिकम इवन मोर रिस्पॉन्सिबल सो दे फॉर भक्तिया श्रुतगृहीतया वी हैव टू डू भक्ति इन अकॉर्डेंस विथ डिवोशनल प्रिंसिपल्स so this is a the word tadiya just like the lake of radharani is very dear to him similarly not only the lake everything that belongs to the lord should be taken in the same sacred attitude so the what are the things tulasi uh, the vaishnavas the the place of krishna birthplace mathura and all the holy places in fact all the place of pilgrimage and all the temples where krishna is served and finally bhagavatam these four things constitutes tadiya so these are the things in the 11th verse now we will briefly go to the 12th verse uh, sorry 10th verse we are now we will go to the 11th verse sorry <coughs> actually it has a very short purport so i don't know if you want to repeat but i will just chant this verse okay so this verse has nine, the previous verse had 19 syllables in line this verse has 17 syllables in each line so this has a different tune so this can be as far as i know there are two tunes that can uh, match this length so one of them actually it was my own concoction uh, but it actually by krishna's mercy it fits fits very nicely to this length krishnasyochai pranaya vasati preyasi bhyopi radha kundam chasya मुनिभिर्भितृगे व्यधायी यत्ष्ठरप्यलमसुलभम किं पुनर्भक्तिभा तेमेद सकृदी सर स्नाराविष्कती सो दिस इज जस्ट मै ओन ट्यून बट देर इज अ स्टैंडर्ड ट्यून विच इज एस्टाब्लिश बै मेनी आई थिंक इट्स साउथ इंडियन ट्यून एक्चुअली but if it's very nicely it's, it's like this krishna syochai pranaya vasati preyasi bhyopi radha kundam chasya muni bhirabhitas tadrugeva vyathai yat preshthaira pyalama sulabham kim punar bhakti bhajam tat premedam sakrudapi sara snaturavesh karoti so this is another tune so these two tunes can be used for this verse so we will go to the so krishnasya uchchaihi of lord krishnasya means of lord krishna uchchaihi means very highly pranaya vasatihi object of love preyati bhyah out of the many lovable gopis api certainly radha krishnasya uchchaihi pranaya vasatihi preyasi bhyopi radha so radha is the most dear of all gopis kundam chasya munibhirabhitas tadrugeva vyadhai so kundam lake cha also asyah of her munibhi by great sages abhitah in all respects tadruk eva similarly tadruk means similar vyadhai is described you see so great sages they say that the, the kundam the radha kunda 
is also as dear to Krishna as Srimati Radharani. Now, the next two lines. Yat preshthaira pyala masulabham kimpunar bhakti bhajam. So, yat preshthaira, which this kunda preshthai by the most advanced devotees. So, preshtha, Krishna preshthaya means dear and preshtha means the most advanced also, most advanced devotees because they are dear to Krishna. Preshthai by the most advanced devotees. Even, alam, enough, asulabham, sulabham, labham means to get, sulabham means easy to get, asulabham means very difficult to get, asulabham, difficult to obtain, kim, what, punah, again, bhakti bhajam, for persons engaged in devotional service, that means, this Radha Kunda is very difficult to attain, even by very great devotees, uh, yat preshthair of the most advanced devotees. Yat preshthair api alam asubhal asulabham. Even api means even. Even the great devotees cannot obtain shelter at Radha Kunda. Kim punar bhakti bhajam. What to speak of? Bhakti bhajam of those who are actually engaged in devotional service in other ways. Like us. You know, we are trying to engage in devotional service. You know, we are just with, this, with so much material baggage in our you know, karma or our conditioning still ha, still inside us even we are considered so called devotees but what to speak of us even the great great devotees who have achieved perfection advanced devotees pure devotees even they don't get in fact in the purport you will see bhaktisiddhanta saraswati thakur saying that even such great devotees as narad muni and sanaka the four kumaras they don't get shelter at radha kund hmm. they they don't visit radha kund they don't have their opportunity that difficult it is. So, Kim Punar Bhakti Bhajam of what to speak of us? You know, Tat Premedam Sakrita Pisara Snatura Vishkaroti. So, Tat Prema, love of Godhead, that love of Godhead idam, this Sakrit, once, api, even, Sarah Lake, Snatur, of one who has bathed, Avishkaroti arouses. So, even if once one takes bath in this Radha Kund, one will achieve the love of Godhead, just even once. So that of course we have to do, again it is said even one name of Krishna it is, gives us love of Godhead and rids us of sin. That is if chanted offenselessly. Similarly, when it is said like this, it has to be done offenselessly. There, there can be many offenses that we may commit uh, to Radha Kunda also. So we have to be completely free from offenses first of all to actually experience all this, this reality of these statements. Hmm. We cannot just say, oh once if I dip in Radha Kunda, okay, I'll, so I will dip in Radha Kunda. And then after that, come and fight with devotees and every fall problems. And <laughs> so, that means I am doing with offenses. So, for, for Tadiya Sevan, you know, I have to, I must first be perfected. That's why this, this, this can be realized. All the, this, this statement is not a, uh, just a, you know, like a, just a phantasmagory or something, promising something which is, okay, poetically sounding, but it is not really as reality in fact. No, it is a complete fact. Just that I am not on that stage now to realize it. That's all. So, we have to come to that offenseless stage. Then we can realize all these statements in truth. Otherwise, why Rupa Goswami will tell lie? Huh? Rupa Goswami has nothing to do. But he came all the way from spiritual world to tell lies. You see? No, this is all truth. So it's just that we, have, we, are not in the, we are not in the level to understand this, to realize this. We, now, our, our business is to just accept these words as they are. Because they are talking from, Rupa Goswami is talking from a totally different platform. 
So we are unable to even comprehend that platform. It, we don't even know where what, what platform is talking from. So therefore, for us now we just unequivocally accept these words because they are coming from Acharya. That is how we should accept Shastra. So this is so translation and purport by His Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Shri Prabhupada Ki Jaya. Translation of the many objects of favored delight and of all the lovable damsels of Rajabhumi, Srimati Radharani is certainly the most treasured object of Krishna's love. And in every respect, her divine kunda, Radha Kunda, is described by great sages as similarly dear to him. Undoubtedly, Radha Kunda is very rarely attained even by the great devotees. Therefore, it is even more difficult for ordinary devotees to attain. If one simply bathes once within these holy waters, one's pure love of Krishna is fully aroused. Purport Why is Radha Kunda so exalted? The lake is so exalted because it belongs to Srimati Radharani, who is the most beloved object of Sri Krishna. Among all the gopis, she is the most beloved. Similarly, her lake, Sri Radha Kunda, is also described by great sages as the lake that is as dear to Krishna as Radha herself. Indeed, Krishna's love for Radha Kunda and Srimati Radharani is the same in all respects. Radha Kunda is very rarely attained, even by great personalities, fully engaged in devotional service, not to speak of ordinary devotees, who are only engaged in the practice of Vaidhi Bhakti. We are only practicing Vaidhi Bhakti now, not Raga Bhakti. Vaidhi Bhakti means Vidhi Anusar, according to Vidhi, according to the rules and regulations given by the Acharya. We are not having that spontaneous love for Krishna. Spontaneous love means like the gopis. You want dust from my feet? Take! Take! You know, you, you will go to hell. It doesn't matter at all. You take first. You, Krishna's headache must be solved. That should be cured first. Go, go, go. Go now. Don't talk anymore. So, this is absolutely no desire for sense gratification. So, that um, is Raga Bhakti. Um, whereas, now we are Vaidhi Bhakti. We are all doing, we are, don't have that pure love yet. We are trying to follow one rule after one rule. Trying to um, take support. And, you know, like, a, you know, when we are, you know, when somebody has an accident or something, then he cannot walk. He needs to take support of the crutches to walk. And then eventually when he is you know, fine, then he can walk on his own, on his legs. So now we are taking the help of this, these rules and all, so that we can at least start moving. So when one is perfect, then one actually moves freely in bhakti. That is raga bhakti. So like that. It's a crude example, but just to make you understand. So that is vaidhi bhakti. So, Advanced devotees, you know, great personalities, they cannot attain. We are only practicing Vaidhi Bhakti. We cannot attain. Now you may say, no, I can just take a ticket to Delhi. From there, I can take a taxi to Vrindavan. And there, I can go to Radha Kund and just, you know, take shower there. I mean, take bath. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, so that's why, that, again, we have said, going there physically is one thing. But to go there with full realization and with full... Um, you know, love of Krishna, that is different. It is not that we should not go to Vrindavan without that. We can go. We should have respect for all those places and we should go. And in fact, <clears throat> at one point, um, Prabhupada actually asked the devotees to stop bathing in Radha Kund. Um, because sometimes, you know, the devotees went into Radha Kund and then you know, they were playfully playing there. No, he said, no, no, you should be, I mean, with great respect, we have to, you know, um, go into these waters. So, better don't go. You just sprinkle some water on your head. He said like that. So, of course, it is not that we should not bathe there, but that attitude of enjoying 
should go out. Then our devotional service will be actually uh, fruitful. Then it is stated that a devotee will at once develop pure love of Krishna in the wake of the gopis if he, if he once takes a bath in the Radha Kund. Srila Rupa Goswami recommends that even if one cannot live permanently on the banks of Radha Kund, he should at least take a bath in the lake as many times as possible. This is the most important item in the execution of devotional service. See, actually it is important. But it should be done in the proper mood. Uh, Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur writes in this connection that Radha Kund, Sri Radha Kund is the most select place for those interested in advancing their devotional service in the wake of the lady friends, Sakhis and confidential serving maids, Manjaris of Srimati Radharani. So, the girls who serve Krishna and Radha, the gopis, they have different classes, Sakhis, um, Priyanarma Sakhis. Priyanarma Sakhis are very, very, the close circle, the eight, you know, uh, eight chief gopis, the Priyanarma Sakhis. So, then there are Sakhis, ordinary Sakhis, and then even in Sakhis there are gradations, and then there are Manjaris. Manjaris means the confidential serving maids. They are actually of the age of like, you know, like 11, 12, 13, in the young, just, just teenage, and that age. They always will remain at that age in, in, in the spiritual world, Navayavanam. So, they are the Manjaris. They assist the a little bit elder gopis, like 15, 16, 17, you know, that age of. This is 16, 17 is we are putting a number here because the Krishna actually doesn't go beyond that age, youth age. So, he doesn't have an age, he's oldest, Puranam Purusham, Adi Purusham, but he's of youth, which is usually found in this world at the age of teenage and that age. So, that's why we're comparing it to that number. Otherwise, it is not that the Manjaris are 13 years old and the Gopis are like 15 years old, no, they're millions of years old. But it is just that they look like that age because they're always in their youth, in their full-blown youth. So, these Manjaris are the serving maids and Rupa Goswami actually is Rupa Manjari. He is a Manjari in the spiritual world. Yeah, so, so Bhaktivinoda Thakur is writing that in at Radha Kund, uh, there is the most best place where one can cultivate both service in the wake of the lady friends, in, in the method that the gopis and the Manjaris, they perform to Radharani. So again, so this is, these are, we cannot comprehend these things. So we just have to accept these statements as coming from a pure devotee Acharya and patiently wait for the time when we actually will have a realization of all these things and seriously execute devotional service in the meantime according to the rules given by Srila Prabhupada. Living entities who are eager to return home to the transcendental kingdom God Goloka Vrindavan by means of attaining their spiritual bodies Siddha Deha should live at Radha Kund take shelter of the confidential serving maids of Sri Radha and under their direction engage constantly in her service. This is the most exalted method for those engaged in devotional service under the protection of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. In this connection, Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur writes that even great sages and great devotees like Narada and Sanaka do not get an opportunity to come to Radha Kund to take their baths. What then to speak of ordinary devotees? If by great fortune one gets an opportunity to come to Radha Kund and bathe even once, he can develop his transcendental love for Krishna exactly as the gopis did. It is also recommended that one should live on the banks of Radha Kund and should be absorbed in the loving service of the Lord. One should bathe there regularly and give up all material conceptions. Ah, this is most important actually. Give up all material conceptions and then bathe and all these things will become fruitful then. 
even otherwise even if we if you're not in that level at least we should whenever we go there we should take bath that sh- that is these are items that should be followed even as we are not as advanced but we will really be able to realize all these conclusions if we are advanced so one should bathe there regularly and give up all mental conceptions taking shelter of shri radha her assistant gopis if he is thus constantly engaged during this his lifetime after giving up the body he will return back to godhead to serve shri radha in the same way as he contemplated during his life on the banks of radha kunda the conclusion is that to live on the banks of the radha kunda and to bathe there daily constitute the highest perfection of devotional service it is a difficult position to attain even for great sages and devotees like narada <coughs> thus there is no limit to the glory of shri radha kunda by serving shri radha kunda one can get an opportunity to become an assistant of shrimati radharani under the eternal guidance of the gopis as far as we are concerned we go to radha kund we sprinkle the water on our head and we take some and drink as charanamrita and that's how we usually do it we have been doing it when we go there uh, out of respect for radha kund and shamakund also we do the same thing but it is not exa- uh, against bathing there we should bathe but just that we did this because prabhupada once said that you know no more bathing but of course that's because they were trying to enjoy the waters and you know trying to play with each other in the water and that's what he did not want um of course in other kunda there are you know these pastimes are there but incense gratification you know that that is what he did not uh, want so therefore he said like that so all right we have come to the end of the nectar of instruction and uh, sorry it has been a little long now we'll go through any questions if anybody has any we have some questions vishnu teja is asking prabhu do mlechas invade bharat desh in every kali yuga actually first of all bharat desh bharat varsha is the entire planet the entire planet is known as bharat varsha but in kali yuga it has been cut away cut away now only india is known as bharat varsha even about 100 years ago even let's say 150 years ago pakistan bangladesh myanmar everything was bharatvarsha at that time chaitanya mahaprabhu's time burma everything was part of bharatvarsha at that time and um, before that the whole world was there and in fact it is said that by the end of kaliyuga bharatvarsha will be only known as the land that is on the bank of the ganga river that's it that that land will be known as bharatvarsha everything else will be other countries all the other states of india that are now existing will become other countries and only that land along the bank of the ganga river will be known as bharatvarsha so the definition of bharat has been changing over time because of this political um um conquests but of course when chaitanya mahaprabhu said bharat bhumi te hoyo manushya janma jar so he meant india because at that time bharat meant india but before that bharat was until parikshit maharaj's time 5000 years ago the entire world was under one emperor so yeah so in kaliyuga these things will happen and the culture will be lost and people will become lechers and all these things so yeah every kaliyuga is usually like that and therefore other nations which are usually considered as lechers or you know they become very top countries in kaliyuga in kaliyuga those countries which um engage in sinful activities and they they will be the top countries and india is now like a third world country whereas 
in the in the three yugas <coughs> satya dwapara treta yuga <coughs> india was the head of the, the 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 seat of all culture and that was the greatest country and the emperor of hastinapur which is like currently like about new delhi the emperor of hastinapur was the emperor of the entire world even until 5000 years ago so now the president of united states is considered like the leader of the entire world so in this way so that is kali yuga um at once upon a time british were the were the rulers of the entire world so in this way the power is changing in their hands but that is in kali yuga in other three yugas the vedic culture stand stood supreme and many incarnations came here and of course there are also references to incarnations in other places but mostly punya bhumi the lord came here this was the like seat of all the holy rivers the holy places the lord's incarnations many things happened in india vishnu teja is asking again why is gaudiya sampradaya better than better than other sampradayas we don't say better than other sampradayas all vaishnavas are as long as they follow the strict principles of the acharyas they are all uh, good but sri chaitanya mahaprabhu uh, made this um, sampradaya most glorious because gaudiya vaishnava uh, our what he took he took two things two important two of the most important aspects of each of these sampradayas actually this is explained in the navadvi navadvi dham mahatmya by bhaktivinod thakur like i don't remember the, all the eight but like for example the attitude of service to the vaishnavas adiyan ramanujadasan that is in the sri sampradaya respect for the vaishnavas that is very much and uh, and some other things so in that way two aspects of each sampradaya he has taken and he has uh, included in his own sampradaya so he has embodied all these things together so and he is also giving us radha krishna love which is highest of all rasas the radha krishna madhurya ras is the highest and that is what chaitanya mahap even in madhurya ras the vipralamba seva is highest so in that way the contribution of chaitanya mahaprabhu is unequaled in this world even compared to other sampradayas because of this is chinna jeer swami bonafide no because he has delivered a lecture in one of these con temples in south africa i believe um where he openly said that radharani is is not a person it, it, she doesn't even exist and uh, you know that he is from a sri vaishnava sampradaya but he also does so many mundane philanthropic activities which is not exactly the uh, activities of acharyas vaishnava acharyas also he said that radharani is an imagination is not a real person she is not even mentioned in the bhagavatam so in this way he mentioned he he said like this so therefore he is not bona fide because he is completely against chaitanya mahaprabhu's very ramya kaach dupasana vrajavadhu vargyana kalpita she he is chaitanya mahaprabhu came radha bhava dyuti suvalitam and he says no he says you know radharani is an imagination so that is a offensive statement so with that alone we can understand that he is not bona fide even if he says many other things because he said this is not bona fide and he also does many philanthropic worldly philanthropic activities materialistic so it's not bona fide um picture and sounds 
sound keeps stopping freezing for one or two seconds and then continues hopefully will clear up hopefully it cleared up i i hope you know today it has been a little bit tough with that software maybe because of that i hope it is okay few others also say that you know it is slow for them so i'm sorry i can't do much you know uh, i hope it is cleared up over time so again we have question from vishnu teja is chaitanya bhagavat by vrindavan das thakur bona fide yes it is bona fide because i saw a quote that said chaitanya mahaprabhu who advent twice after being begged by mother sachi devi is mahanam sampradaya and apasampradaya okay first okay chaitanya bhagavat is bona fide is by vrindavan das thakur and i haven't read it so i do not know the particular thing that you're saying so i do not know about that is mahanam sampradaya and apasampradaya because they claim prabhu jagat bandhu as incarnation reincarnation of panchatattva if somebody is saying is reincarnation of panchatattva talking nonsense i have never heard of mahanam sampradaya but if they talking something like this then is apasampradaya so what i suggest that you don't read all these things or don't read so, too many things on the internet so we just uh, stick to shri prabhupad's books and from that we can understand everything so we don't have to experiment in this and that and this and that and this and that you know we will unnecessarily go into you know we will disturb our own minds with that so we just stick to shri prabhupad and prabhupad has explained explained everything already so don't need to search out anywhere anything else so we just read his books and through that we will understand jessica is asking guruji what is rukmini dwadashi is there a story to know no it is her birth date of course there is a letter that's a very beautiful letter that he has written to krishna a love letter that is actually love letter here I, in this world what goes on in love letter actually is the last letters they are all kama kama letter the, the, the real prema letter is in the rukmini she wrote a beautiful love letter to krishna begging him to kidnap her there has this beautiful verse also yasyangri pankajaraja snapanam mahanto yasyangri pankajaraja snapanam mahanto vanchantyumapatirivatma tamopahatyai yarham bujakshanalabheya yarham bujakshanalabheya bhavat prasadam ஜாமசோன்வ்ரதிருஷாஷ்ஜன்மேஸ்யாத்ரிபஞ்சரஜஸ்னபனம்மஹாந்தோட்டீஸ்ஃபீட் ஈவன் லார்ட்ஷிவா even great such great sages headed by even lord shiva themselves all of them bathe themselves in the dust of the lotus feet of your lordship to remove themselves of contamination and yar hambujaksha nalabheya bhavat prasadam if i cannot get you whose dust whose foot dust is taken upon their heads by even the such great sages as you know even headed by lord shiva himself if i cannot get you nalabheya yarhi ambujaksha nalabheya bhavat prasadam jahyam asun vratakrishan so she saying if i because the the 
brother Rukmi and the father, uh, what is his name? I forgot. So they they wanted to, to they wanted to marry her off to uh, Shishupala. She did not want Shishupala. She wanted Krishna. So the next day was the marriage already. So she is asking him. She sent this letter through a Brahmana to send it to Krishna. So she it was la- such a last minute request, and so she they, she said, "I will wait for you here, and if you if if I cannot get you, and if the time has already come, and if I cannot get you." Then Jahyamasun Vratakrishan Shatajan Mabhisyat. I will perform severe austerities for hundreds of lifetimes. Uh, severe austerities and I will suffer a great deal if that is if that can enable me to get you. I am prepared to wait for hundreds of hundreds of lifetimes. So this is a beautiful verse in that I think Kanto 10, chapter 52, text 43. So uh, so that is one of her verses. We will proceed further. We will maybe do a Rukmini series also, maybe after Narsimha Leela. Let's see, maybe on that that love letter that she wrote. Uh, Vishnu Teja. Again, so Prabhu, what do we say to Christians and Muslims who say we will go to hell if we don't convert to their religion? Ask them to chant. Ask them to chant and give them, give them some prasadam. Enough. You know, no need to. And keep away from them. You know, arguing with these people, no, no, no point. You know. they, they some, first of all, don't follow their own commandments properly. Thou shall not kill. First of all, don't kill. No, don't eat meat. Then we'll talk about anything else. I always say that. You first of all stop eating meat and become a vegetarian, then we will think of talking about any other philosophy. First, you stop eating meat, chant the name of God first of all. Hallowed be thy name from dawn to dusk, right? You chant first. Hmm. Uh, verse on Adhokshaja. So, yeah. So, 3.19.25 purport. Adhokshaja means the measurement of our senses and Adha. Uh, adhakrita. Uh, adhakrita. Um, what is that? Adhakrita yasmad akshajagnyanam iti adhokshaja smrita. As a definition of adhokshaja. Adhakrita akshajagyanam mitya adhokshaja smrita. So, that which is beyond the measurement of our senses. Yeah, actually I wanted another one. More than this. Because there is a difference between adhokshaja and then there are more gradations and finally aprakrita, which is the Radha Krishna Leela, which is on the aprakrita level. Even adhokshaja level devotees, they cannot understand aprakrita. So, there is a distinction with that. So, there is another description of Adhokshaja. Adhokshaja means God, Adha. Adha means cut or curb down. Akshaja means direct perception. Aksha. Aksha means eyes. Akshaja means beginning with eyes, all these senses. So, we cannot understand the Lord. Adha means down. We cannot subdue or we cannot capture the Lord with our senses. Atak Sri Krishna Nabha Namadi Nabhavid Graham So, therefore, he is called Adhokshaja. You cannot understand God by direct perception. You have got eyes, but if you want to see, this is from Prabhupada's quotation from our lecture. Where is God? Show me. You have got your eyes, but if you want to see, where is God? Show me. Then that is not immediately possible. You have to prepare your eyes to see God. So therefore, God's another name is Adhokshaja. Adhakrita Akshajan Gyanam Yatra. Mm. So this is, yeah, this is explained here. Not by direct perception, you can understand. And then now, Rabbi Narayan Tripathi is asking. 
As Narad Muni to be considered as a great devotee of Krishna, he also did not give his dust of feet. Yeah, so a devotee always thinks himself not a devotee. So, of course, Narad Muni did not consider him a, himself as a great devotee. Out of their own humility, devotee does not consider himself a devotee. And he will also have the same feeling that I cannot give my foot dust to Krishna. That is an offence, you know, I will, be, I will be committing an offence. So, Radharani and the gopis, there is never an offence. Krishna wanted this, right? Krishna wanted this, give him. Even if it is an offence, Krishna wanted this, that is it, that is all that matters. That is, that is the gopis. Sunita Sharma. Question. You quoted that Lord Shiva says that worship of Lord Krishna is highest and worship of his devotee is even higher. But since Lord Shiva is the topmost devotee, then it could be said that worship of Lord Shiva is the highest. Lord Shiva's worship as a devotee is very high. But usually people worship Lord Shiva as a demigod and as a fulfiller of material benedictions. That is wrong. In fact, Lord Shiva has his own sampradaya, uh, Rudra sampradaya and Vishnu Swami is the great Acharya in that sampradaya. So, they all worship Lord Shiva as a great devotee of Krishna. Vaishnavanam Yathashambhu. Mm, he is the prime example of Vaishnava. He is explained in the Bhagavatam 12th Canto, 13th chapter, 16th verse. So, he is the most elevated Vaishnava. So, to worship him as a Vaishnava is, is uh, that is proper. But to worship him as a demigod to fulfill material benedictions, that is wrong. wrong. So, in that sense, if you, that's why whenever we pass by Lord Shiva's temple or anything, we say that Brahma Samhita prayer. Kshiram yathada dhivikara vishesha yoga sanjayate nahitata prithagasti heto yasham bhutama pitathasam upaiti karyad govindamadi purusham tamaham bhajami. So, he is actually uh, in one way non different from Krishna because this is Krishna's expansion, but he is not the same as Krishna. Because like milk and yogurt. So, there is a transformation. When you put some culture into milk, it will become yogurt. So, you can, from milk, you can get yogurt, you can get other benefits also. But from yogurt, you cannot get the benefit that you can get from milk. It is a different effect. Like for example, like even medically, if you, if you drink too much milk, for example, um, you get diarrhea. And then if you eat yogurt, the diarrhea will be stopped. So, it is a different effect. So, although it is a milk product, it is it is it has a different effect. So, because Krishna has nothing to do with his nirguna, he has nothing to do with the three gunas of this material world, he is completely aloof. Whereas Lord Shiva directly deals personally with Durga, who is the embodiment of the material energy. So, because he has the direct contact with the material energy, therefore that that uh, difference of function of Lord Shiva is there. And therefore, he is a great devotee and at the same time, he is not equal to Krishna. So, we cannot say that, oh, let me worship now Lord Shiva because he is a great devotee. Oh, in fact, Bhaktivinoda Thakur did worship Gopishwar Shiva. He worshipped Bhaktivinoda Thakur. You see, but it is Gopishwar Shiva because Shiva wanted to enter the Ras Lila, you know, in that mode, you know, that, that is different. Then he was, you know, as a guardian, he was there. So, that is a different pastime. So, they... they in fact, Rupa Goswami said we must worship Ganesh. Even devotees should worship Ganesh. In the nectar of devotion, it is there. One, one must worship Ganesh before starting any worship of Krishna. But Prabhupada said um, he did not introduce this method. He said no, no Ganesh worship because he knew the tendency of devotees. They will they will misuse it and go into demigod worship. Once you know, one uh, you know Indian man 
in man devotee he was reading prabhupada's books then he said oh we must worship ganesh and prabhupada said yeah you can worship ganesh as long as you can give me 100000 dollars every month then you can worship ganesh to this movement to this krishna conscious movement you donate to the temple 100000 dollars monthly then you can worship ganesh in other words because he did not want that distraction because one will usually eventually go to demigod worship in that way he will be misled so therefore we should not be misled we should pay our all respects to demigods but in relation with krishna and we should not have the lord shiva in the altar please don't do that because that is not the way that shri prabhupada has taught us and lord shiva usually will be demigod worship it will it will, it will transform itself it will transform itself so in order to keep i mean strictly keep to the standards we have to follow shri prabhupada because sarvadeva mayo guru the acharya is already the representative of all demigods so he is already there and then the parampara guru guru parampara system and then the panchatatva gauranita and then radha krishna jagannath baladev subhadra prahlad narsimhadev that's about it and sometimes sita ram lakshman hanuman in some temples and that's it you know we we you know and especially there is uh, worship of krishna you know in fact in 1865 krishna prabhupada says in the purport even don't divert to other forms of godhead like ram varaha narsimha so many other but focus on krishna the form that was present before arjuna and that constitutes the most confidential uh, knowledge of course like you know there have been devotees who are especially you know uh, like ramdas ramdas vipra and even anupama you know in chetan leela also they, there was there were these kind of devotees who were you know fixed on ram hanuman also fixed on ram so it is there but we follow our acharya's direction that we worship krishna so we although we follow all we we have it's the same krishna and ram and narasimha all same but to focus on krishna is the most confidential even among vishnu tattva so this is all explained in great detail in the nectar of devotion why it is so and all these things so we don't have time to go into all that now um ajanya can we consider shiva as our spiritual master and worship don't concoct so our our spiritual master is shri prabhupad so we should worship shri prabhupad we should worship we should if you want to worship shiva there's a kshiram yathada divikara that was like that so as a devotee of lord krishna because eventually it will become something else demigod worship that's why we cannot we cannot even accept shiva prasadam from shiva temple because you know that is offered by not a devotee not a vaishnav and it is offered directly to lord shiva which is not the proper way which is first to be offered to vishnu and then to shiva that prasadam should be offered to lord shiva and that becomes proper in jagannath puri that is the system they offer to jagannath first and then they will offer to other demigods and then they will come out mahaprasadam so that is a proper way but in, in the temples they don't do that way they offer directly to lord shiva so all this we cannot accept uh then ajanya added to her question so what is that because i was worshiping shiva and chanting om namah shivaya 1008 times daily i did it for one year by an advice from an astrologer i did it to improve my intelligence to acquire educational achievements but then i got interested in the autobiography of gandhi and then got interested in vegetarian food <coughs> and gita study and by reading gita i got interested in krishna bhakti then can i interpret this incident as shiva leading me to krishna is my thought is foolishness no it is correct so lord shiva has 
eventually led you to Krishna. So he wants you to worship Krishna also. Aradhana nam sarvisham Vishnu Aradhanam param. That's how Shiva is actually guided. If one is sincere, Lord Shiva will guide him. In fact, there is another incident also Prabhu mentions that there is one devotee. Um, so he, when he was coming, he was actually a Shiva Bhakta, very, very staunch Shiva Bhakta. So he used to come to the temple and you know, many times, you know, many quotations were shown, but he always had a soft corner, you know, I was Shiva, Shiva, you know. Still he was having that affection for Shiva and like that. Then uh, Sundagopal Prabhu told him, you go to Lord Shiva temple, you are going, right? So you go there. You ask him straight that, are you supreme or is Krishna supreme? Let him give you an answer. You sincerely ask, Lord Shiva will reveal to you. So, he actually went and did that. See, he went to the Lord Shiva temple and he asked, Oh, Lord Shiva, Om Namah Shivaya, then are you supreme or is Krishna supreme? So, when he said, is Krishna supreme or that time one flower fell down from the deity, then he, oh, then he, Realized maybe Shiva is telling something. I think Krishna is supreme. Then that that's how he became a devotee, and he became a full-time devotee after that. So, you know, of course, I don't say that if you go to Lord Shiva temple and ask him, you will get the same experience. There's no need even to go there. We are already hearing. Vishnu, Shiva himself is saying, "Aradhana nam sarvesham." So Vishnu aradham param. Of course, he is devotee. If you worship him as a devotee of Krishna, then it will be far better. But we are in our own Sampradaya, we, we do worship as Srila Prabhupada has given us. If we introduce new things, it will turn to something else. Hmm? So, don't. Is it right, can I worship Shiva as Guru and chant Om Namah Shivaya? No, no, no. No, no. This is, why, this is how it happens. So, Lord Shiva is saying that worship Krishna and you are chanting Om Namah Shivaya. Hmm. So, this is not correct. So, although as Vaishnava, we should have, we should have complete respect for him. He is the topmost. I mean, who are we compared to him? I mean, we, we can even become Brahma if we want, but we cannot become Lord Shiva. Hmm. He is different. Shiva Tattva is different. The category is different. But, we should not consider him as equal to Narayana or, or even chant his mantra. No, we cannot. We cannot concoct our ways. Whatever is shown by Srila Prabhupada, that's all. Okay. Oh, the video was clear, only for a short while it was unclear. Okay, good. So, Exequiel, I always can't pronounce his name, he's from Philippines. After, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> so, <clears throat> attaining devotional service is rare to attain. What about living entities like me who is so fallen? Is there any chance for me? <clears throat> Since you're already a devotee, you already attained it. Now just don't lose it. Uh, Sri. So, many ISKCON devotees are liking Paramahamsa Vishwananda's Bhakti Marga movement. Is that movement bona fide? Just asking for all to know. It is not bona fide. So, there are some bhajan videos, you know, Bhakti Marga movement on the YouTube. But it's not bona fide because they have their own uh, way of bhakti. They invent their own mantras and they have their own way. They, seemingly, it looks like all Radha Krishna and everything, uh, but... What kind of principles they are following is all. And he himself, if you see Vishwananda's talks and you know, you can see what level is. And they are having some, also some uh, mundane philanthropic activities as well. So, these again, uh, these are all contamination. They are all, they are all defectors from ISKCON. Something happened in ISKCON, they were not satisfied. They all went to this movement. And now there is a, you know, they are, they are doing it there. But a lot of show, show in that movement. And, you know, 
the real bhakti, you know, is fully following the exact principles of the Acharya and what is his sampradaya, who is his guru and is his traceable back to Krishna, all these are things to be checked. So, I have already seen signs that which telltale signs of a danger there, <laughs> which are, uh, you know, not strictly according to Vaishnava principles. So, I wouldn't recommend at all. It is not, it is a kind of Mayavadi also, half Mayavadi also. His philosophy is, you know, here and there. <coughs> Then Vishnu Teja's question, can Christians be considered Mayavadis as they considered their Guru as God? Well, actually some of these questions are not relating to the topic. So I, I beg all devotees to please ask questions relating to the topic. But anyway, since you asked, we will, I don't like to not answer questions. So please don't put me into difficulty by asking questions which are not related. So Christians, Actually, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. So, that is in complete accordance with our philosophy also. Because without the Guru, there is no pathway to uh, God. But to consider the Guru equal to God is wrong. That is wrong. Uh, but the Guru, uh, of course, there is uh, God is, you know, um, He, the Holy Spirit and the Jesus. And they say like this. So, His Son, His Holy Spirit like that. So, it is not wrong. Because Sakshadhari, in, in one way, the, the Guru is equal to God. He is to be given the same respect as God. He is you know, not equal to God, but he is to be given the same respect as God because he is executing the confidential mission of God. And Jesus Christ, he, he also showed by personal example how he took so much austerity and even was crucified for preaching. He gave up his life in preaching. So, that is a wonderful example. As, as devotees, we should have that kind of dedication to serve Krishna. Even if we are, we are killed, we should not compromise and say that, okay, 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 I will not preach anymore. No. Even in the, at the, in the face of death, we must preach. So, that ultimate example is shown by Jesus Christ. And as a Vaishnava, we should have all respects for him. But we should not follow his teachings because it is not um, based on the Vedas. Similar to Buddhism, they are also not based on the Vedas. So, although he, Christ, you know, Jesus, he, he helped those people to raise themselves up to God consciousness, but he himself came to India. For 20 years he was in India. He went to Himalayas. He went to even he even went to Jagannath Puri. He was even close friends with the priests in the Jagannath Puri temple. It is said. So these things have been done. So of course the Christians will deny all this. But these things are there. So if they consider him equal to God, that is wrong. Uh, then Vishnu Teja again. Are there any descendants of Lord Ram and Lord Krishna alive today? We are all his descendants. If you do not understand until now. Mamai Vamso Jeeva Loke Jeeva Bhuta Sanatanaha Mana Shastan Indriyani Prakritisthani Karshati We are all his parts and parcels, his descendants only. I know what you mean. You know, his family descendants and all. Some people say they are Yadav, you know, like that. Maybe, you know. But in one way, we are all his descendants, no? Why? There is no difference, that's why. Mm. Like Nityananda Vamsha, you know, there is some, oh, we are from the family of Nityananda. Actually, anybody who takes shelter of Nityananda is in the family of Lord Nityananda already. So, this, this seminal understanding is Shukra, Shukra understanding of Parampara should, should be shed. So, anyone who, Swajati, Jati means one who actually is a follower of that, you know. That is, people with similar interests are called Swajati. So, one who is following the, the path of Krishna, he is actually in the 
Krishna's descendant, you know, he is actually a proper uh, devotee. So, what else? Vanajaksha Mataji, having difficulty in learning the verses 1 to 11, will you kindly record the same and share? Okay, I will do a video with just the recitation of this 11 and maybe put it on my YouTube channel and maybe you can learn from there. So, yeah, I will do that. So, with that, come to the conclusion of Sri Upshamrita, half of the half of the audience have already left. <laughs> Understandable because uh, it is very late in the night here. So, thank you very much. I think there are some other uh, quotations, nice quotations surely there here in the comments. But you know what? I can't go through all of them now. You know, Vishwambar Prabhu you know, has quoted Raghunath Das Goswami and so many things. But, you know, we can't go through these things now. Very nice. Bhagavatam. Very nicely it is all mentioned. You can actually go through the comments if you want. You know, you can very nice uh, these things mentioned there. Quotations. Alright, we will stop here then. Shri Rupa Goswami ki jai, Shri Upadeshamrata ki jai, Shri Prabhupada ki jai, Shri Mathyadharani ki jai, Shri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu ki jai, Shri Radha Kund ki jai, Ananta Kodi Vaishnava Vrind ki jai, Shri Shri Radha Madan Mohan ki jai, Ananta Kodi Vaishnava ki jai. Nitai Gopri Mandi Hari 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 Hari.